This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Elon Musk is threatening to walk away from the Twitter deal, but it's a little bit more complicated than that. In a letter sent from his lawyers to Twitter, they say that Twitter has breached their contract by not providing Elon Musk with the appropriate data on spam bots. Twitter responded saying, we have been very cooperative in sharing data as per the terms of the contract, which is legalese for we are not giving him the data he specifically requested. I think Twitter's sabotaging the deal. This note apparently came from their their, their top legal department. It's Vijaya Gade, who's their head lawyer, who cried uh, reportedly upon hearing that Elon Musk would be buying the company. I think it's highly possible that Elon, in order to secure the money for the purchase of Twitter, needs this data. They know if he gets it, he can buy it. So they're like, we're going to do the deal, but they're not giving him the information. So this is where things get interesting. Elon Musk is threatening to walk away. People, uh, many people on the left are cheering for this, but they're also arguing that Elon Musk never intended to buy the platform. I don't think so. We'll go into this, but I think it might be sabotage. It is a crazy news day, my friends. Milo Yiannopoulos is now interning for Marjorie Taylor Greene. Okay, that's going to be a fun story. And then we have the Washington Post suspending veteran reporter Dave Weigel for retweeting somebody who made a joke about women. Wow, the corporate press is imploding. In the same vein, Taylor Lorenz is being roasted. She's being accused of lying in her story, claiming she reached out for a comment, but she didn't. We got to talk about how the mainstream press lies about this stuff. There's a bunch of other news we might not get to. Gas prices at another all-time high at $4 and I think at 86 cents. Be still. Wow, guys, calm, calm. I hope we can get through this one. It's going to be scary. Well, joining us to talk about all of this is Brandy Cruz. Hi, thanks for having me. It's nice to get a break from Seattle. Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming. Uh, who are you? What do you do? Um, I'm. Who am I? I'm the human to two dogs and a cat. Uh-huh. The girlfriend to a really <laughs> sweet man. Um, and secondary to that, I am host of the Undivided podcast. I uh, am a survivee of the mainstream media. I left in November after 10 years uh, mm-hmm. as a journalist in the most soul-sucking place to be a journalist in the country, the city of Seattle. I'll fight Oof. anyone who wants to argue with that. Um, you might, uh, if you're not familiar with me, I was there through the 2020 stuff. You might have seen my crew be mobbed out of CHOP, the occupied protest zone. You might have seen my awesome security guard disarm some uh, riders of stolen police rifles, uh, Shooter Rugi. And then I decided to leave after the November election for a variety of reasons. But I launched the Undivided podcast, which I call Political Commentary for the Anti-Fringe. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Luke is back. How in the world are you still living in Seattle? <laughs> Welcome back, yeah. beautiful and amazing human beings. It's good to be back. Of course, the Bilderberg meeting was happening in Washington, D.C. As soon as I heard that, I went, I dropped everything I had, had a friend drive an RV up 
drove up here, and of course, I had to cover that event, and it was absolutely crazy. Linda's already grabbing I the know, microphone, making sure I don't speak up. Darn down. it. There's also some strange guy sitting across from me. I don't know who he is. Lots down. of things are going on. <laughs> things are getting very intense, and uh, yeah, if you want to support me, you can on BillGatesMeet.com. That's an official website that I have <laughs> commemorating this awesome shirt. Yes, if you go to BillGatesMeet.com, you could go there and check out the video that I did about the infamous pregnant woman meme that we have decided to digitize and put uh, a picture of uh, uh, Mr. Bill Gates himself on there. I don't there. think it's Bill working. <laughs> Bill Gates, Bill Gates meat. Oh, did, you, did you not set it up right? It's set up. It, I was just working for me. Meat Bill like Gates? meat or meat Meats, like meat uh, you? Meat. M-E-A-T. Like there the fake meat go. that he keeps yeah, promoting. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. The Bill Gates I've been very busy. Uh, <laughs> things have been very crazy, and I think they're only going to get a lot crazier from here, so it's good to be here. Yeah. We got Seamus. Brandy, great to have you on. Luke. I'm Seamus Coughlin. I'm on Instagram. Freedom Tunes. Uh, we just launched a website. This <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> Luke, Why are you here? Luke, <laughs> I'm here because you got scared and ran away. Oh, I don't know. Someone couldn't handle the cold weather. I don't know what you're talking about. The though. old yeah, man retired to Florida. Now he's back. But you know what they say. Out with the new, in with the old. You I look guess. older than me. Great to be back, everybody. <laughs> we're, we're happy Luke's here. So I run a channel called Freedom Tunes. We upload a video every week, sometimes twice a week. We also just launched a paywall. FreedomTunes.com. Become a member for five bucks a month you'll get an extra cartoon each week plus behind the scenes content and you will be helping fight the establishment by supporting independent content so luke came up and took the ireland that's right artwork and put it in the garbage <laughs> he literally did which a fan spent quite a lot of time so making weird. luke and you disrespected him as well as an entire nation of people it, you sm- ought to be it smelled like potatoes and whiskey to be fair <laughs> I understand. and i didn't know what to do with it and, and clearly it was in the wrong position it was in the wrong place appetized? it was in the was wrong place neither okay? of those things are bad smells yeah exactly was a great smell. <laughs> no he was he was getting hungry sitting there yeah, it smelled like chickens, too. Anyway, why. wish me luck corralling this crazy crew tonight. I'm very excited to have Miss Brandy over from the left coast. Stoked to hear about Seattle. Hopefully, I'm sure it can't be any worse than Are DC, you stoked right? to hear about Seattle? Yeah, well, because, okay, it's just far away. Far away, okay? <laughs> yeah. I want to hear something different. But I'm excited for tonight. Let's get into it. Before we get started, head over to TimCast.com and become members to help support our work as members. You'll get access to exclusive segments from this show. We're going to have a members-only show up at 11 p.m. tonight. They are not family friendly. We speak. Uh, uh, we're, we're impolite. Hmm. We swear a lot. You know, don't you don't want your kids to listen to this, but uh, support our work and you can watch these. It, it really does help. And you'll be supporting our journalists, of which we have just hired the wonderful Adrian Norman. He was on the show a couple weeks ago. He's yeah. fantastic. We're excited about that. Hopefully we'll have him out here joining us on the show soon. We want to hire, hire more people. Expand. And we've got some crazy plans for culture jamming. With your support, we will do the best and most fun marketing that uh, uh, you will ever see. But don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Let's jump into the first story from CNN Business. You know we love CNN. We do. CNN reports Elon Musk threatens to walk away from Twitter deal. Interesting choice of headline depend uh, based on what the story is. It's a lot bigger than that. They say... Elon Musk issued his most direct threat yet to walk away from his purchase of Twitter on Monday, openly accusing the social media company of breaching the merger agreement by not providing the data he has requested on spam and fake accounts. In a letter to Twitter's head of legal policy and trust, Vijay Agade, Musk alleged that Twitter is actively resisting and thwarting his information rights, as outlined in the deal. This is a clear material breach of Twitter's obligations under the merger agreement. And Mr. Musk reserves all rights resulting therefrom, including his right not to consummate the transaction and his right to terminate the merger agreement. Now, Twitter apparently issued a response 
saying that they have been very, uh, very cooperative in sharing information as per the terms of the agreement. That just says to me that it, they're not giving him what he wants. Hmm. Now, a Wall Street Journal story said that uh, Musk had, had stated he needs the data in order to secure financing. I'm wondering if the people backing this deal, the 19 investors, outright said, we want to know how many spam bots are on this platform before we give this money. Because if it turns out it's twice or three times or even four times as high as Twitter remarked, we're going to see our value plummet. Could you imagine if you invested a billion dollars in Twitter and then the next day they're like, here's the disclosure. It's actually five times more spam bots there's going to be, you know, how many, 20%, the company just going to drop by that much value. So they're saying no. I don't know exactly, but it seems to me like they're trying to stop Elon Musk. That makes the most sense, not that Elon Musk isn't trying to buy it. Or, Tim, it could be the Twitter employees who want to continue to work from home mm-hmm. and only want to work <laughs> two hours out of the week or, or whatever they're doing. Because, because again, there's a huge disconnect between the employees at Twitter, the whole establishment that is Twitter, that has used this kind of information highway for political purposes. Twitter is extremely biased. It has been using its platform for political purposes, for corporate purposes, for the benefit of a lot of powerful people who wield that power and I, and I think the, the bigger core issue here is that probably Twitter has something to hide that they don't want the general public to know. It could be the number of fake accounts because there could be a lot of governments, a lot of corporations, a lot of celebrities propping up spam bots, propping up narratives and agendas in such an artificial way that it would shock the entire system if people would find out. But it's fascinating and also not surprising how the mainstream media, and you mentioned that headline, is choosing to spin it because you've given two now really legitimate reasons why this is on Twitter's end because Elon Musk is asking for information. If they give him the information and it's under 5%, then he's gonna, he'll have no excuse but to move forward with the deal. And so I just, I laugh this article's from AP. It says that, uh, this has led some experts to question whether the billionaire wants to use his loud complaints to negotiate a lower deal price or even walk away entirely. He's asking for the information. If if it is what they say it is, give it to him, and then he won't walk away. Yeah, release it. Make the internet more, accountab- more accountable, more transparent. Why should powerful people use fake accounts in order to promote illusions that aren't real uh, reality? That's an important aspect here because well, we have to understand here, governments have been creating fake accounts to push war narratives. Exactly. Well, it's also to manufacture consensus, right? And we saw this with a report that we were talking about a week or so ago that about half of Joe Biden's followers are fake, which is hilarious, right? Because we're almost certain given how coherent sounding the tweets are that Joe Biden is not running that Twitter account. So you have a non-president running a presidential account being followed by a bunch of non-followers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't get, though, why even if Twitter is admitting that it's under 5%, it's admitting there's some number of bots... Why wouldn't Twitter purge any bots? Because if you can identify the bots, because you know how did. many you have. I think they did. That So the day after the deal's announced, we see progressive and celebrity accounts drop dramatically. Oh, they whined about it too. And libertarian mm-hmm. and conservative skyrocket in following count. I, my, my personal view of this, it is probable. I'm not saying I have evidence or anything. I think what may be happening is that Twitter often talks about the health of the conversation. Hmm. 
There's that. There's there's a. I forgot what the, it's it's there's a law on the internet that any sufficiently unmoderated platform will yeah. become right wing. I think Twitter was becoming dominated by the right, so Twitter intervened and started suppressing right wing voices and creating fake accounts to make it seem like the left was more prominent than it was. That's my that, that's my that, that's my thought on what may be because then the day after the deal's announced, it just flips. There's no, and they said it was organic. There's no way Katy Perry's 200,000 follower loss or whatever, it makes no sense. People are like, I'm a follower of Katy Perry, but now that Elon Musk might buy the platform, I'm out. Yeah. I don't buy it. No, and you got how many more followers in three days? You 100K. Said? 100K. They were unbanning people. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were unbanning people who had been long since banned. So I think they were manipulating something. Let me, let me read what Twitter wrote because we have this over at the Daily Mail. It says, quote, Twitter has and will continue to cooperatively share information with Mr. Musk to consummate this the transaction in accordance with the terms of the merger agreement. We believe this agreement is in the best interest of the shareholders. We intend to close the transaction, blah, blah, blah. Now look at the first sentence. Twitter has and will continue to cooperatively share information. Notably absent from that statement was, we have complied with Mr. Musk's request to provide the data requested to help facilitate the transaction. That statement, as they publish it, says to me, they're denying Elon Musk the information, and they're using weasel words, trying legalese, to make it seem like they're actually complying. Lawyer talk. I hate yep. lawyer yeah. talk. I hate people who talk in these kind of weird, vague terms because you know they're up to something. They're trying to be nefarious in some kind of way. And 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 again, Musk is claiming here that they're withholding the data. That this is clear material breach. And there's a one billion dollar clause. Whoever walks away from this deal is going to have to pay for. It. So uh, this is going to be very interesting. I think this is going to go to court. I don't see any of the these kind of companies walking away. I see a lot of uh, posturing because I do think the, the the scary things in the closet of Twitter are absolutely terrifying. And if we did find out what was happening, I, I think people's jaws would just drop to the floor because there is a lot of potential. It is ripe for abuse. It has been abused. What we know publicly probably is still just scratching the surface to the bigger agendas and the bigger uh, games that are being played that we don't even know about. There was a report back in, I think, 2012, leaked information showing that that the U.S. Air Force was trying to buy sock puppet accounts so that they could use them in foreign countries to create the perception of popular narratives. Yep. So if you look at countries, it is believed that they were doing this in Libya. I remember during the Arab Spring, particularly during Libya, it was interesting because some of my hacker buddies said, how come so many Libyans speak North American dialect English? Hmm. On Twitter, they were noticing. And the response was, Many of these people who are on Twitter are on Twitter because they were Western educated before going back to Twitter, which makes sense. Yeah. One of the first countries that started doing this is Israel. They started openly talking about this. This was in the early 2000s. There was mainstream news articles about literal government Israeli employees that were sitting there behind a computer sending out particular narratives, sending out particular arguments. And also Cass Sunstein, Obama's information czar, even talked about how he is going to be uh, utilizing the Internet as a way to make people look crazy who criticize the government, create fake accounts to promote fake theories in order to destroy any legitimate criticism of government. Cass Sunstein, Obama's information czar, looked that up. This was I remember confronting Cass Sunstein one-on-one face-to-face about this, and he said, I never wrote this. I never did this. The the, the, the document literally has his name. It's it's published in peer-reviewed journals, uh, and they were lying through their teeth. They were talking about these and in, in, in this in the Obama era. What are they doing now? Man, you can only imagine. So if let's operate on the belief that Twitter is trying to kill the deal with Elon Musk, do you think it would be because they are trying to hide what 
would be revealed if it went to Elon Musk or because they want to continue to control the narrative on Twitter. Why not both? Or both. Yeah. yeah. Or, or they just don't want to work. <laughs> I want you to pick one. Because Elon Musk wants people to work, wants people to come into the office. He's going to change the culture. And it could be that these employees are like, yeah. well, we don't want to work. Are you, you, you crazy? Saw, you saw what Elon uh, said to Tesla the other last week or whatever, oh, yeah. that everybody has to come in for a minimum of 40 hours. Otherwise, we'll assume you've resigned. I'm sure all the Twitter p- employees saw that and immediately started screaming and crying and rolling on the floor. We have to work. I feel unsafe here. This doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. No, he said if you want to. He said if you want to work from home, you have to also work from the office for a minimum of forty hours a yeah. week. So the suggestion being any overtime you can do at home. But this th- this is a big story. I mean, I mean, Elon Musk uses Twitter in a very specific way. Now, now Twitter is claiming that there's only five percent uh, accounts on that entire platform that are fake, that are spam accounts, that are propaganda, government accounts, corporate accounts, whatever it is. Musk is, Musk is claiming that it's over 50%. Now, that's a huge number huge. that's going to change the evaluation of Twitter, but also make people think, maybe what I'm seeing online, maybe what I'm seeing in the algorithms isn't really reality. And the way that Elon Musk has been harnessing Twitter recently is absolutely amazing. I've been critical of him with Neuralink, artificial intelligence, him trying to connect human brains to the internet. But when he, when he called out the DOJ for not leaking the Epstein-Ghislaine list holy cow did he send an important message to the power establishment that he's not playing and he's willing to reveal information to the general public that would open people's eyes about what really happens in behind the true seat of power ladies and gentlemen i would like to take you into a time machine to the year of 2012 ars technica reports reddit founders made hundreds of fake profiles so site Mm -hmm. looked popular in its early days reddit was built on lies sure lots of code but some lies here's how it works You make a social media platform, but nobody's using it. You then need to convince people it is a place to communicate and share ideas. So what do you do? You operate hundreds of fake accounts. And whenever you get one person to join, you respond to them. You upvote them. You follow them. They all of a sudden feel like, wow, I'm I'm, I'm getting a lot of engagement on this platform. Imagine this. You create a social media app. You market it to high schoolers. When they sign up, you give them a thousand or two thousand fake followers. Those high schoolers are not going to go to all their friends and be like, I got two thousand followers on, on Luke, Luke chat. And they're going to be like, you have two thousand followers. Yeah. Cause I'm famous. And then these other kids are going to be like, I want to be on Luke chat and be famous. They all start signing up. You got to talk you about give, Bill Gates only. You give them all fake <laughs> followers. Then they're going to be like, you're still doing TikTok. Dude, I've got 10,000 followers on Luke chat. And they'll start switching over, and you will fake the community. That's what these companies do. Yeah, that's the low level. That's that's the small level of what they're doing. What governments are doing, it's even far more sinister, far more complicated, especially when it comes to galvanizing people's political opinions. Because when you're able to show a, a majority of people that this is what the herd thinks, this is what the herd is, people are going to go along with ideas if they think a lot of other people believe them. And you could do that politically. You could do that, you could do that socially. You could do that with culture. And I think that has been slowly happening ever since social media started to be used because we're talking about just a few years ago it, it was it was it was declassified it came out that that facebook was talking about engineering people's emotions through their they were, algorithm they were experimenting on people. exactly you know, that, you know that were unsuspecting people that weren't participating in a project didn't know they were participating in, in a project but they were testing if they can make people sad if they can make people happy that is godlike power and authority that is absolutely unaccountable crazy this is what what facebook was doing years and years ago What's Twitter doing right now with with its information highway? You, I mean, man, it. You, 
I don't even want to speculate. They, they, you know, Facebook, their their algorithm knows when you go to the bathroom. Yep. They know when you poop. <laughs> they know your friends that don't even have Facebook. Twitter makes when me sad already. Yep. I don't know if they have to do an algorithm to make me sad. Twitter already oh, yeah. makes me sad. And I cannot look at you because I just get a pregnant Bill Gates looking back at me. <laughs> <laughs> He's making eye contact with you like, right I cannot now. pay attention to anything that's, you're saying. But that's technically not pregnant Bill Gates. <laughs> that's, that's just Bill Gates' well, gut. Well, no, we put his face on there. I, I, know, I know, I know, I know. It's just his gut. But, it's not yeah. necessarily his pregnant. But oh, it right. was a picture of him with the big belly and the blue shirt. Mm-hmm. Happens when you eat fake It's looking right at Elon Musk. This is why we like Elon Musk. He tweeted this this image, uh, not this image exactly, but but that the pregnant so emoji. Good. So so he's 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 playing, and and again, Bill Gates is attacking him through secret organizations uh, and and nonprofit organizations that are trying to also pressure Twitter and advertisers to make sure that that they're going to pull their money if Elon Musk does buy it. There's a lot of things that could happen with Elon here because if if let's say 50 percent of the accounts are fake, he's going to be laughed at. Like oh, they they got the best of him, they stole money from him, and Twitter's going to lose popularity because people are going to be like no one's using it so so this is an important this is make it or break it when it comes to twitter so elon musk uh is making a very big move here a lot of money uh he's putting his money where his mouth is will twitter give the information give up the data that's another question that we need to ask ourselves i want to i want to jump to this uh story here this is breaking news CNN recently announced they're not going to be saying breaking news, but this one is from CNN Business. The Washington Post suspends reporter David Weigel over a sexist retweet. Okay, now before we get into this, I would like to shout out Senator Ben Sass, who said that weirdos are running the political space. It's an algorithm driven by rage, and he's he's half right, but he's not completely right. There are weirdos running things, but it's not the fringe. This is becoming mainstream politics. Don't believe me? Dave Weigel retweeted a joke on Twitter. Probably, he's probably sitting down in the toilet. He's probably like, look at this phone. He's like, it's a joke. It's in a oh, what's that? Yeah, that's funny. Retweet. Anyway, where was I doing? And then all of a sudden, a bunch of women at the company starts freaking out, saying he's sexist. And now he's suspended from his job. This is a guy who's reported on, on Seth Rich. He's report, I mean, this, this is a high-profile political reporter with 600,000 followers who's been suspended for retweeting a joke on Twitter. He didn't say anything to his, to his co-workers, just retweeting it. This is Twitter being the real world. I, the, I can't imagine what it's like to work tell? at the Washington Post. Oh, and also, don't forget, we got this story about Taylor Lorenz oh lying about these YouTubers. So here's – I wonder if they have the joke on uh, – you looked that up, but this Great is my first joke. response to this. From all the treachery, from all the horrible things that the corporate mainstream media has done, WMDs, banker yeah. bailouts, lying through their teeth, putting innocent people at the fray because they, they, they smirked, uh, lying, libeling, destroying people's livelihoods, going to grandma's homes because they opened up a Facebook page, doxing individuals. This is what you punish them for? <laughs> a, a retweet of a joke? Are, are you kidding me? This shows you the fake nonsense bull crap that is really happening behind Let the me, corporate media. I mean, you worked you worked in the corporate media. You probably know PR and HR and all this other stuff that happens behind the scenes, but why do you think this happened? Why would they Why would they punish him? him? Yeah, was it really I mean, the outcry or is it them just trying to outwoke the woke Well, you know, to me and we, do you want to read the joke? Well, I want it. it actually No, we sa- can't it, read it, this on air. It's far it, too It actually it actually oh. says why she oh, did. Oh, I was it. like you can't. It actually <laughs> says why they did it. <laughs> so, the joke was, quote, every girl is bi. You just have to figure out if it's polar or sexual. He retweeted that. Felicia <laughs> Sanmez had recently had a discrimination lawsuit against the paper dismissed, a decision her attorney has said she plans to appeal. 
There it is. So they're trying to protect their their bottom dollar. I mean, that's what it comes down to. But to me, what Felicia did, Fel- and her name, of course, has to be Felicia. Mm-hmm. What Felicia <laughs> did after this is worse. And when you're talking about the actual culture of a newsroom and having worked in mainstream media, newsrooms can be very challenging places to work. But I and I've worked in really toxic ones. But if I had an issue with something that a coworker tweeted and I'd had coworkers who had issues with something I tweeted, they walked across the room and they told me about it. <laughs> or they picked up the phone or they sent a text. So Felicia gets on there and shames publicly her coworker for retweeting this. And then I don't know if you guys saw this, uh Jose Del Real, he also works for the Washington Post. He called her out on it on yeah. Twitter. And he's basically like, hey, you know, said essentially what I said is if you have a problem, like go talk to him. But this is toxic to be calling him out on Twitter. So he's since deleted all that. And I feel so bad for this guy. He he put out a tweet saying last night I came under an unrelenting series of attacks intended to tarnish my professional and personal reputation. The cause, some tweets I sent calling for compassion within our workplace. And so he talked about all the attacks and he briefly deleted his Twitter account, took it down over it. Wow. Yes. And he works at the Post. I, so you made a very good point about the fact that if you were working at a news outlet, what you would do is speak to someone who said something offensive to you. Unfortunately, I, and you know, this is just my own perspective, they haven't said this, but I would venture to guess that their goal was not to have any kind of problem solved. It was just to grandstand in front of the public and virtue signal and show everybody how put upon they are having to work for this news network, how difficult their life is. The question is, would you rather have a coworker who retweets offensive things in their off time or a coworker who will smear you in front of the public without ever having a conversation with you about it prior? That's what I'm wait, saying. Wait, wait, She's yeah. worse. I got a better one for you. Or would you rather have a coworker who fabricates the news? Mm-hmm. Ladies well, and gentlemen, I would like to pull up this story. From newsdiffs.org, our good friend Dave Weigel deserves to have been fired five years ago, not suspended over a sexist retweet. Why? Because Dave Weigel effectively fabricated a story about Seth Rich, essentially accusing Kim.com of trying to hack Gmail to plant false evidence. Newsdiffs shows that the original article on May 24th, 2017 was edited November 18th, 2017 and completely changed. I'll give you the simple version. First, the image I'm showing. The green is the latest. The red is what removed. What Weigel was trying to insinuate was that because Seth Rich's Gmail account received an alert from Mega.com, that means in all likelihood, Kim.com was trying to hack the email to plant fake evidence. In reality, people on 4chan had posted that they signed up, they, they put Seth Rich's Gmail into Mega to see if they would get a ping back for an existing account. This triggered a welcome email to go to the email account. And then the Washington Post fabricated a story. I reached out to Dave Weigel for comment. He didn't correct it until several months later, without notice and without an editor's note or a correction. The story just changes completely. See, they don't fire people for things like this. Now, what's fascinating about this is think about how this impacts things like Wikipedia. This story will be used as a as a factual reference to Kim.com hacking Gmail or trying to, and they'll cite the Washington Post who six months later will change the story, but Wikipedia won't change. Mm-hmm. These people are what, what's the what's the right word? I, you know, I feel like evil is is going easy on them. Den of scum lords. Yeah. So you know what, Dave? Dave, you should have been fired for this. 
Your, your institution is garbage. Taylor Lorenz deserves to work for the, for the Washington Post and everything coming their way. It's exactly what you deserve. Jeff Bezos is a scumbag. He bought it. Congratulations on your trash investment. Yeah, I, I would argue one of the signs and one of the most uh, obvious straightforward signs of a failing system or society is that the mainstream institutions are no longer operating in accordance with their purpose. So, the dominant media culture in this country has been pretty dishonest for a very long time. This is not a recent development. But the fact that somebody who works for the media, which is purportedly there to expose us to important truths, would not get in trouble for publishing a story which had fabricated information in it or tried to insinuate things were some other way than they were in reality. The fact that that's acceptable, he doesn't get in trouble for that. But he does get in trouble for this retweet shows not simply that it's the case that this institution is no longer operating in, important, in accordance with what its purpose should be, but also we can detect what its new purpose is or what they are attempting to go for, which is to promote a woke left-wing narrative. And because he failed to do that, he was fired. Well, it's all fruit from the same poisonous tree. Yeah. I mean, it all has to do with that obsession with virtue signaling. I mean, that's why their reporting is so bad. That's in part. That's why their reporting is so bad. And that's why they would fire him over something like this. I got I got to read you some of this article. You, you guys are going to are going to laugh. All right. So here's what happened. Mega.co.nz. That's Kim.com's website. You may know Kim.com from Mega Upload way back in the day. So this is Mega.co.nz. It's a news, it's a New Zealand top level domain, the .co.nz, right? That, so, so here's what he writes. The latest, this is the original article. The latest revelation that a hacker from New Zealand may have been trying as recently as this week to hack into Rich's email offered fresh evidence the conspiracy theory is false. .com, it seemed, may have been willing to create a fake archive of emails from Rich to prove his role in the DNC leak. He changed to say, Someone may have been trying to hack into Rich's email, offered fresh evidence the conspiracy theory is false. The family worry that .com or someone eager to prove him right may have been willing to create a fake archive of emails from Rich or crack a password to see whether Rich had passed on documents with a mega account. Just because the email came from .nz does not mean a hacker from New Zealand. But instead of issuing a correction, an apology and retracting the article, they stealth edited it six months later. They say nothing. Now, if you go back to the article, it's all cleaned up. These people are scumbags. Well, that's like that Elon Musk article that was just like, it was New York Times, right? Where it talked about, tried to somehow tie him to like the racist uh, history of, of South Africa. And it was really odd. I mean, they totally went through and scrubbed it and rewrote it so it was softer. Cause the way they had written that article initially about Elon Musk made it seem like he was, his family and he was like racist and all this stuff. And then they rewrote it in a way that distanced him from, uh, from South Africa and from apartheid. Yeah. And this is the crazy thing. These are the authoritative sources. These are the sources that, that big tech social media, mm-hmm. uh, runs in their algorithm. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, they promote these accounts, these individuals, these lying scumbags and 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 they get no accountability no transparency and this is the only time that they get punished for for retweeting a joke it, it it's a joke in itself and it's sick and, it, and it's no, a sad joke no corrections on this article i have it right here here's the, here's the actual argument that stands now it says may 24th 2017 but as i showed news diffs which i believe is defunct show that it was edited in november of that year here's the best part a couple other mainstream reporters retweeted the story as fact they retweeted the story right at Kim.com did do this. Mm-hmm. And when I reached out to them, they said they effectively told me to screw off. One guy, he I think he worked for BuzzFeed, a year later said, I must have missed this. Sorry, I'll take the tweet down. That's what they do. A year later, wow. they, they publish conspiracies, lies, and fake news, and then no one fact checks them. Here's the best part. 
NewsGuard. We use NewsGuard on all of our, our sources, right? Yeah, we like NewsGuard. But here's the funny thing. If the New York Times says it's true, NewsGuard just assumes it is. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. And then if you get evidence proving New York Times wrong, they'll say you lied. Because these people are all in one big <clears throat> circle of jerks yes. where they give each other awards for fake stories like Russiagate and then never investigate and never give the awards back. They do a lot more sicker stuff behind the scenes, but that's another story. Family-friendly show. I'm not going to go there. I, I knew some journalists. A lot of them are just drug addicts, uh, pill poppers, uh, manic depressants, and just absolutely insane people that will do anything for a buck. Essentially, the corporate media is PR for the establishment. This is the perfect representation of it. Uh, this little drama thing shows you the perfect representation of our current media state that is filled with absolute nonsense. Uh, and that and that's what it is. And I think these stories need to be proliferated. I think we need to talk about stealth editing. I think we need to continue to remind people that hey, when you're watching the news, you're watching an agenda. You're just, watching yep. something just, that rich people only want you to understand and know. Just think about what is okay at these newsrooms. A stupid joke is a suspension worthy event. Publishing fake news. Don't worry about it. We'll sweep it under the rug. Ruining a child's life just because yeah. he smirked. Yeah. Intentionally suppressing the Epstein story. Exactly. Right. You know, having having victims come forward in the 90s to you say, hey, there's this powerful man with an island doing unspeakable things to me and all these thousands of children and just looking the other way and not reporting on it. Absolutely mm -hmm. disgusting behavior. Writing the story, making the story, editing the videos, and then not publishing it when, when you have, according to CBS News, according to the Project Veritas, people like Bill Clinton, that, that you got him when it comes to this bigger uh, story surrounding a Mr. Epstein. Again, lots of bombshell stuff that, that could help humanity. But the reason we can't have nice things is because of the corporate media. Yeah. That's Let's, my perspective. Yeah. Well, I, I want to make a point here. There's this old idea or this line from Solzhenitsyn, you know, the, the line between good and evil runs across every man's heart. One thing I'd like to impart to anyone in the mainstream media, if they happen to be listening or would take any of what we're saying seriously, is that if you want to talk about combating misinformation, right? Well, the war between misinformation and truth also runs across everyone's heart. Everyone's capable of lying for their agenda. Everyone ideally should want to tell the truth for their agenda. Unfortunately, it's not the case. If you are so concerned about misinformation and disinformation spreading, and you think that there is just a flood of unfounded conspiracy theories and people don't trust the mainstream media like they shouldn't, so the traditional gatekeepers are gone, maybe don't stealth edit articles that were promoting misinformation as if you were telling the truth the entire time. If you are concerned about the fact that 
Public trust in the media has eroded. You need to look in the mirror and figure out ways to improve. It's not our fault. It's not as if the media was doing a great job and then people started making a living in, in making a career out of working in alternative media. You guys dropped the ball. Now people are looking to other sources and you're jealous of the other sources and you're hating them instead of trying to figure out what you're doing wrong. One thing I want to say about Jeff Bezos. I'm going to make a prediction. I think he's going to say something about all this. I think he's going to I think he's going to say something negative about his own paper about this. He's been a little he's been kind of coming I mean he said the things about the White House about inflation. The Elon Musk comment was pretty interesting Yeah, as he's well. been he's been saying more things um that surprised me on Twitter uh, than he has in a long time and so I'm going to make a bet that I think he's going to say something negative about his own paper about all this. I hope he does. We should. Oh, he, he's he should. probably going to be partying, taking steroids and just hanging out and not give not caring. Yeah, I mean let's talk about some narratives real quick. We have this story from Newsweek. Uvalde mom who saved kids from school shooting says police threatened her. Have y'all seen the video of the mom who went in the building giving an interview and explaining what happened? I will tell you this. The conclusion is simple. Either intentionally or inadvertently, police helped the shooter in Uvalde. That is not with it. That is not being disputed right now. So when people came out and, and slammed the police, because they were standing in the hallway for 70 minutes. At this point, everyone said it was incompetence. These people are cowards. Mm. But then when this mother says the police actually stopped her inside and, try, and, and, and they tried stopping her while she was already in the building, you have to wonder if there were people in the building trying to get in the classroom, this mother and the police not only were not going in, but they were even stopping her and others. And this only ended because I believe it was a CBP tactical unit that defied orders and just breached the building. The cops there, I would presume, were just accidentally helping the shooter. Heaven forbid they knew it was happening and said, no, no, we're going to let it roll out. Oh, well, nobody would. I, I'm going to totally reject that. I don't think that that is what happened, but I do believe that it's gross incompetence. I am someone, anybody who's watched me knows that I'm very pro-law enforcement, pro-good law enforcement, as I think we all should be, but I don't think there's any excuse yeah. for what happened. I'll also note the U.S. Marshals lied about this. They blatantly lied about it. You know, they denied handcuffing any parents, even though immediately there were videos of handcuffed parents on the ground. This is May 27th, 8.58 a.m., U.S. Marshals' official Twitter handle. Additional U.S. deputy marshals were asked to expand and secure the official law enforcement perimeter around the school. Deputy marshals never arrested or placed anyone in handcuffs while securing the crime scene perimeter. That's a lie. They tasered parents, right? This is the insanity. Why give, also, why give them the benefit of the doubt, right? We, we should About, about, about we, we benefit sh- of the doubt about what they're saying, number one, and, and, and two, this entire saga and event. Uh, I, I think it's possible. They were waiting for the shooter to, to, to run out of ammo. And they were lying through their teeth about every aspect of this. It's not out of the realm of possibility to say that they were aiding and abetting at this point when we know all the details here. Because how long? What's the time frame here? Why are there so many unanswered questions about this very specific event? And, and, and this mother came and said some very important things that contradicted the official police story once again. They can't get that story straight. They keep lying through their teeth. And when you look at their actions, they arrested handcuffed parents tasered parents, pushed them away, set up a blockade, and they told everyone on the news there was no active shooter. It wasn't an active shooter information. Why? What information did they have that, that provided that information since there was kids inside of the school literally calling them and with the dispatchers, with their radios, were telling them it's still an active shooter situation. Children needlessly died because of these police officers' direct intervention that killed children. This is not the, this is not the truth. There's one child shot, bled out. 
died specifically after because 40, the police officer, 40 minutes after 40 minutes there's another uh, officer that allegedly said said say something uh, if you're in the room and you need help said something the killer shot them this mother came out and she said two very important things one that there there was an active shooter situation that was going on for a lot longer than the police said said it was and two when she first came in there she said that there was no police officers inside but they did try to stop her outside so what in the world were they doing why would they give the orders not to go in when, when specifically they were getting information from the radio saying it was still active? They said, they said that they thought it was not active. What evidence did they have giving that information? They won't provide that. They, there needs to be some serious questions. Mm-hmm. There needs to be some accountability. Put these people on a stand right now so we found out, yep. so we find out what happened because the blood on those children's hands, I mean, they're responsible for it, whether you like it or not. And, this this whole back to blue crowd needs to really understand the, the true realm of what happened here because it happens a lot. She, she, real quick, she's she's uh, the threat was that she said if she spoke up, she would be charged with obstruction of justice. If she spoke up outside in the moment, after speaking critically about the incident to the media, Gomez had an officer threatened to charge her for violating probation on an unrelated charge for obstruction wow. of justice. Disgusting yeah, it, abuse of power. I mean, that right there shows you. That they're trying to cover up and silence critics of them. Pathetic punks abusing their power. Fire all of them right now. All of them should be fired. And, and, and they should be disgusted for their behaviors. Disgusting. I want to be very clear about the back, the blue crowd. I believe that the way that this is handled absolutely was a travesty and a tragedy. I don't believe there's any excuses for what happened. They had the a drill. They had a drill practicing like said, this weeks ago. I don't believe weeks there's any excuses this. for And it. they had an AI program that they literally had trying to prevent this. They were training inside of that school days March. before this shooting. March. Yes. Yeah, yes. March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Days. March 26th. The, they the, were the training to, to prevent and stop a mass shooting. And then their plan in action was stand outside. And, and, and attack and taser and, and, and handcuff parents? This is... What? I just want to make clear that I'm making a distinction about intent. I don't believe there's any officers that had the intent to allow someone to kill children intentionally. I, I just w- want to make a distinction that I don't believe that that's what happened. Well, but, but, I'm not saying that I don't but, believe that they their actions led to kids dying that shouldn't have died. So if the cops are there, they have protocol to storm the building, even if you're a single officer, that's what the protocol said, and they all stand outside... For what was it, seventy minutes? Mm-hmm. I, I like. I, I think you can argue what you mean by intent, but like, yeah, they were they were like okay with him doing it. That's that's the thing. They were okay with it. They, absolutely, it's a fact. Like you, you can't stand outside hearing the gunshots go off like they did, and be and like and, and pretend it's not an active shooter situation no, and well, lie through their like, teeth about my, it. My, my point is, they're standing outside hearing the gunshots for seventy minutes, and they were like, no, 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 no go in. Yeah, that means they were fine with what was happening inside. Now, I, I, I understand there's going to be like uh, we, we can get into a semantic argument what it means to be fine. Sure, sure. I'm not saying they were like high fiving each other. I'm saying they were like it is preferable for me to stay here than do anything to help these yeah. kids. Well, when it comes to a business that that opened up when Walmart was allowed to be open months before that, they were tough guys. They came in there, they shut down Grandma's small business. A kid wasn't wearing a mask in school, they dragged him out of school, handcuffed him, arrested them in many instances. A parent had a baby that that wasn't wearing a mask on a plane they were all tough in the in, in that in that time but when when it came to children children losing their lives calling them talking to them as it was happening this is the this is what you have to understand here about this event they were calling 911 they were talking to their dispatchers dispatchers were telling them 
hey, there's kids inside. They're bleeding out. They're dying. They're still being continued to shot. And the, your decision is like, oh, it's not an active shooter situation. We're not. We're just going to stand back here. Well, it's in dispute that the 911 dispatch calls were making it to the officers. They My understanding do, is that is in dispute, and there was some belief that the guy who's now in hiding like didn't bring his communications in and wasn't relaying it. I'm just saying what I know and what is and is not confirmed, but I do agree. We're probably semantics. I think we're in the same position that where I stand on this is officers could have saved children's lives and didn't. Now, whether anyone wants to put intent on the officers, I just am not in their brain, and I don't I, believe that anyone would intentionally... The police officers felt that it was preferable to remain outside while they heard the gunshots and children being killed. They preferred that. You can't assume what they did because we don't know what they did. Well, that's because why I'm they're saying, lying through their teeth. But, but, but you saying, well, they, were just, they didn't want to get hurt. We don't know that. Uh, we, like, we, we don't know what happened. And they to be clear, lied. that's what I'm saying. Is I'm not in why? their heads and neither are you. So, so, absolutely so not. For, but I know they're liars. A lot of this story is, has, has changed, right? My understanding is that CBP, the tactical unit that actually went with the shields, were defying orders. Was that is that still the yes, case? Yes, that's an officer that showed up there, and then him and his buddy, they had a, a shield that they used specifically, but they waited 30 minutes. They were given orders, they got there, and they were told to stand down. They stood down for 30 minutes. Then after those 30-plus minutes, this is the official story, again— Everything should be questioned because these accounts have been contradicted multiple amounts of times. But the current story is that they waited 30 minutes. And then after 30 minutes, then they decided to disobey orders so, um, and then go in that, with, that's the, with the number who, of officers who, and a SWAT team. Who was giving orders to allow the shooter to kill people? Well, isn't it that guy that now is now in hiding? Is that who it was? I think so. I think he so was, there the, was the commander. So there was a protocol. A single officer was supposed to storm in. At least that's what I read. I, and, and again, the story's changed. But my understanding was in March, they had done drills. The protocol was you actively engage, even if you're by yourself. And it said something like, if if the officer goes down, another officer who arrives will have to just go in. Yeah. Which means there was a commanding officer giving orders to multiple agencies saying, no, let the shooter keep killing children. So the New York Times got its hands on the actual um, like training manual. And in there, it basically tells officers, you are going to have to engage in sustained and, yes, sacrificial uh, engagement with the shooter. And so basically the training said, yeah, you might have to die because these are innocent lives at risk. And so, yeah, again, I mean, I don't know how anybody can make an excuse for, for what has happened and what happened. And I agree with yeah. you that we can't at this point believe anything the, that is said about it from the official source because so much of it has been proven to be incorrect. They have they have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in that small town on riot gear, SWAT gear, uh, and and they posted you know pictures which they scrubbed on their Facebook page by the way uh, of them standing tough and strong with all of their AR equipment and and all their body armor but but a- again where did all of this money go to where of all this training go to they had direct training in that specific school and there's still so many un- unanswered questions that we don't know about why was that door open what happened what was there now they're saying it was closed now they're saying it was closed how did he get in there where was the school resource how did officer? he get a, how did he get the truck how did he get the guns how exactly the where did he get all that money from since he of course was allegedly you know poor wor- 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 working yeah. at a fast food joint i i, I mean there's, there's so many so serious questions some people here. have said credit cards but the ammo didn't he have like 600 an 18 year old getting expensive. credit cards it's going to be difficult especially with no credit score so so, so r- r- real real quick so i'm sorry uh, uh how many rounds did he have did he, was it 600 i have no idea about that uh i'm questioning everything about right. this anyway anyway well my friend ali bradley who used to work at fox with me in seattle and is an independent journalist now she was down covering immigration at the southern border when this happened. So she was one of the first people on scene. And she spoke to the shooter's grandfather for an extended period of time and actually got some insight that 
no other outlet had about where he might have afforded those um, those firearms. So he had no expenses in his life. Zero. He didn't pay rent. He didn't pay his phone bill. He didn't pay anything. And he had been working the fast food yeah. job and also working for his grandfather. Had Didn't have to put out a dime for anything at 18. So I think a question for me is how long had been, he been saving? And then also the grandfather told Allie Bradley that some of his equipment that he used for his uh, work, some heavy heavy duty equipment and stuff like that, had gone missing. So I think there's a possibility based on that that the kid stole it, sold it, have been saving money because he wasn't doing anything yeah. with his life. And, and was and people in the comments Hold are on. saying 1,600 rounds. 1,600. So, so w- what was he using? 556? Five, five, so yep. what are we looking at? 556. Five, that, so that's what, about, about a dollar. A dollar around. Depends where you get it. You could get it for 50, but, 50 cents sometimes. But I want to, I want to point out, I think I have an answer to this. A lot of people pointed out that four years ago, it was reported that a couple of kids, teenagers were arrested for a plot at the school. However, it was reported these were, th- these kids were not the same kid here. It was different people. They said the attack was planned for 2022. Here's what I think. It's possible those kids weren't the only ones planning it and that they got caught and didn't rat out their buddies or buddy or whoever else. What I'm surprised about is if you have a bunch, if you have, a, if you have a couple of kids who four, four years prior say in 2022, we are planning this. There it is. Dude gets a job at 16. He has no expenses. He works fast food and puts all the money in the bank account. All of a sudden he's got enough money for this stuff, right? After two years, it sounds like he ordered the weapon previ- uh, prior to uh, before his birthday and then had it delivered so he could pick it up two days later. I think it's possible this kid was in on that plot from 2018 and they just didn't catch him. So why didn't police, knowing that, have any kind of surveillance precautions considering they had arrested kids planning this four years ago? Yeah, not only that, but there was a lot of warning signs. There was the torture of small animals. Yeah. There was the, the cutting uh, of, of self. Like a, a, any hallmark signs of a troubled person who's going to lash out and hurt other people, there was a lot of that. Where did our multi-billion dollar NSA spying organization go to that tracks, trace, and databases almost every single thing we do to the point where NSA agents have collections of, of, of people's personal wiener art uh, that they that they are, are, are known to share and trade with each other. Where is the vast surveillance state that promised that would keep us safe from terrorist attacks and mass shooters that would prevent them if we just give them a little bit of our money, if we just give up a little bit of our liberty, if we allow them to look in our phones, if we allow them to look in our in our laptops, if we allow them to look into every personal detail of our life, where is the national security surveillance state when we need it? Supposedly, that was supposed to stop all of these. They're they're nowhere. He posted pictures of dead cats in a bag. Exactly. What other proof do you need that this was a troubled, crazy individual that has a history of self harm and the ability to harm others? Well, let's let's talk about what the government promises. We have this story from CBS. How one lawmaker wants to curb gun sales, a 1,000% tax on semi-automatic weapons. Before we read the news, I'd like to give a shout out to our good friend Michael Malice with this quote. All I'm asking for is the right to the same weapons that I paid for the Taliban to own. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Bravo, good sir. That's I completely fair. agree. Yeah. Well, this is I and mean, the look. Ukrainians and the and the Mexican uh, cartels mm-hmm. and, and uh, let's let's forget all the you know uh, dictatorships in Latin America that we Can finance we? and we funneled money through through Iran Contra. I could keep going, by the way. Let's do, when, we do a skit where it's like a guy talking to Obama and he's like, uh, "Mr. President, did you give a bunch of those uh, a bunch of these high powered rifles to cartels? Yes, I did. Uh, can I have one? No, you can't. 
Yep, that's it. Yep, that's an Obama. Very quick, <laughs> very good. That's a very good Obama. But, but but again, the U.S. government literally is one of the chief exporters of, of weaponry on the world. But but also not what, for us though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But but not just not just the Af- Afghani's. Let's not forget ISIS, yeah. uh, radical jihadists inside of Syria that literally had the latest U.S. Uh, uh, you know technology, uh, gear, weapons, they had that bullets, truck from Detroit, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, remember, Toyota trucks uh, <laughs> that that were given to them. Radical Islamists were were armed Mujahideen. to the teeth. Uh, yeah, Mujahideen in but the let, 1980s. Let's, let's talk oh. about this news story. CBS says, One House Democrat has a novel idea for curbing the sale of automatic weapons like AR-15s, blah, blah, blah. The proposed bill places a 1,000% excise tax on any type of semi-automatic firearm, pushing up the price of the military-style weapon beyond the means of many potential buyers. Fake oh, news, on. CBS. I just want to shout out, when these journalists write garbage nonsense, military-style, mm-hmm. hunting rifles are identical. It's just it's, it's ridiculous nonsense. But I just want to mention right away, if you increase the cost of these weapons by 1,000%, crime will get worse. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, your $500 handgun is a $5,500 handgun, and boy, can people make money off that. Also, it mentions many potential buyers will be priced out. Well, that's a convenient way of saying that these rich political leaders who are proposing these kinds of things will still have armed security who work for armed security organizations that can afford this kind of thing. They'll be able to purchase these weapons to protect their families. You will not be able yeah, to. But and they're, what, what they're saying is because it's a revenue measure, it can bypass the mm-hmm. filibuster and get passed with a simple majority. Yeah, they think they can do it via reconciliation, I will say. Kudos to them. I'm shocked they hadn't thought of this earlier. It's actually kind of ingenious because they're not actually preventing they, you from buying any sort of they're not they're not taking no, 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 your no. rights away for weapons, but they're making it more expensive. They did this already with the NFA. So this is just them saying let's let's apply mm. to standard semi automatic weapons the same rules that apply to select fire rifles. Well, and you talked about this a couple episodes ago with the 72-hour the waiting period for background checks. If you just get rid of that and you extend it, you can prevent people from owning a firearm just Done. by saying that, hmm. So this is a very, it's a little ingenious. I'm surprised they didn't do it. That doesn't mean I think it's a good idea. But, you know, I thought about when it comes to just gun control and all that stuff and what Democrats would do. I've said two things on Twitter. I don't want to hear Democrats talk about gun control in Seattle, at least in Washington State, until they do two things. Acknowledge that it was wrong for uh, riders up at CHOP to hand stolen rifles out of the back of a trunk of a car, which they never condemned. Mm. And then, two, until they stop cutting deals with people who commit gun crimes in Washington State. There's so many people who commit crimes, actual criminals commit crimes with a gun, who then get a sweetheart deal, um, you know, some plea deal with prosecutors. And then, you know, politicians turn around and say that they want gun control. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The only thing I have an issue with in that story about CHOP was the stolen part. 
I think people have a right to keep and bear arms. If someone, if they had legal weapons and they were handing them out, I don't see an issue. I, I think there, there are issues with, you know, political extremists who are armed and killing kids like they did in CHOP. But I think, I think we have a problem with the over-regulation of weapons as a, as a, as a pathetic attempt to stop people from getting them, which it clearly doesn't do. But what I'm saying is, if you've got this guy, Raz Simone, the warlord of CHOP, who's opening up the trunk of a car, handing out rifles to people who didn't look 21 to me, and you don't have politicians in the city of Seattle condemn that, yet at the same time they're pro-gun control, that that's ridiculous. We we make I make I make this point all the time, but Luke just made it earlier that the M1A is banned in Maryland, but not the Scar 20s. For those that are familiar, like they're, they're basically the same caliber weapon, but one is like an older, one's a newer. It's just people. Actually, let me put it this way: the people who know nothing about guns trying to regulate them is their Achilles' heel. Mm. Thirty-six states have permitless open carry. 25 of constitutional carry. Florida is set to be the 26th. And all of that expanse of gun access is happening because the people arguing against it are like, we got to ban the AR-15. And you're like, it's meaningless. Uh, uh, it's not going to happen. Fine, whatever. As they're arguing for more weapons for Ukraine, by the way. Yeah, Seamus, yeah you had exactly. No, no, no. So I just want to make this point. They don't know much about guns, but they know one incredibly important instrumental thing, which is that guns allow you to protect yourself. That is why we see this constant cycle. All right, this, this has begun probably two, three years ago, and expect to see it continue to repeat. They riot. They say it's okay for them to burn down your city and threaten your life. Riots cool down. We need to take your guns. We need to take your guns. Then they riot again or they threaten to riot again. Then as soon as that calms down, they need to take your guns, right? Just a couple weeks ago, they were they were threatening insurrection over the Supreme Court potentially overturning Roe. And then they're going to ask you, why do you need an AR-15? Well, because... The dominant media culture and virtually every political leader in this country who aligns themselves with the status quo and isn't trying to get themselves in trouble, all the big tech companies sanction your violence against me. So, yes, I do want to be able to protect myself and my family. Before the show started, I actually posted a meme of uh, Fidel Castro. And uh, there's there's the question, what can you do with a population after you disarm them? And then Castro's laughing down there, anything I want. And that's the story of history. That's the story that has happened throughout all of written, uh, recorded history that we need to understand here. I think it's important for people to be able to defend themselves because who are you going to rely on? The Uvalde Police Department to to be there for you during critical moments and times? No, they're going to arrest you, handcuff you if if your child's getting shot. Oh, no, 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 no. Your ability to defend yourself is absolutely crucial and important. And it terrifies people that you could defend yourself, that you could stand up for yourself. And this is why they're putting out all the stops trying to take away that ability from from you. And so I want to make two points about that. So what we saw at Uvalde is basically what gun control advocates push for without realizing it. They want to put you in a position where the police spend their time and energy disarming you and preventing you from protecting your loved ones while maniacs still run around committing heinous crimes. And that's exactly what's going to happen if there's more gun control just like there is in Chicago. That is what happens. Exactly. That is what gun control does. And also... They constantly point to countries like Australia, and they'll claim, look, the gun ban in Australia worked. Well, not really. Gun crime was plummeting at an identical rate before the gun ban. But this is even more important. Yeah, but, but right hold on. But, but now that, do Venezuela. Now do Mexico. Exactly. Also, also, as soon as the Australian gun ban occurred, they said, look, Australia isn't a tyrannical nation, as if our argument is it would happen overnight. But then, after a couple of years, look, under the COVID regime, Australia has literal concentration camps. They are concentration camps. If you are placed in a holding facility without, without a trial. Without due process. Without due process. And you are forced to stay there that is, in a camp. 
They that hold- is a concentration camp. They literally have those in Australia the, uh, after the, banning guns because you can't do that to an armed population. The definition of a concentration camp, I believe it's from the Holocaust Museum, was a place where uh, – uh, uh, a concentration camp was a place where people were held without due process, yes. without charge or trial. So when the government comes and takes people and puts them in a secure facility where they're not allowed to leave, that was the, the base definition. So there were indigenous people in Australia who were rounded up under COVID suspicion and sent there, and they were trying to escape climbing fences. I want to pull up a couple images for you guys so that you can uh, – because I, I, I'm going to assume a lot of people don't know a whole lot about guns. And I'm not going to pretend to be a gun expert here, but take a look at this image right here. This is – the uh this this looks like a, a hunting rifle. That's that's the way that it's often described by people on the left. They say they say, Oh, you know, take a look at this. It's a hunting rifle. That's what you should have. Now, let me show you this image right here. Ooh, that's a scary assault weapon. Look at that. It's got the, the pistol grip and that scope on it. Oh man. Oh geez. Yeah, the first one is the M1 Garand, literally used in war. The second one is a four fifty Bushmaster hunting rifle. They have no idea what they're talking about. Again, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on this one. I can just point out right away that they have no idea what they're talking about. Here's the best part. Someone in the super chat said, hey, Tim, pull up a Ruger Mini 14. Mm-hmm. Functionally the same as an AR-15, but they don't want to ban that mm-hmm. one. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a hunting rifle. You know why? Because it's got a wood a wood stock with the rifle oh, grip. Yeah. These people have no idea what they're talking about. But you know what? As I sit back and they regulate things that make no sense, I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. I want to point something out to you guys. When When I saw this meme and they were like, Oh, this is a, it showed a, it showed a picture of what looked like a bunch of M1s and it was like, these are weapons made for hunting. And then it showed a bunch of pistol grip, you know, rifles that these are made for killing people. And they were talking about gun control and saying, see, this is why we should get rid of these. I'm like, do you think that bullets intended for humans work on big game or deer? Do, do you think that a deer is a large, larger creature than a human? Okay. So it stands to reason that Typically, you will want something more powerful for hunting, right? As opposed to combat. I, I, I love it when I'm talking to people and I'll show them, you know, like the, the ammo we have when we go to the range or whatever, and they'll see a nine millimeter round or a polymer tip 450 Bushmaster. And I'm like, which one's the weapon of war? And then people don't know how I'm trying to trick them. So they typically will be like, uh, it's going to be the little one, isn't it? Because and I'm like, yes, because the big one is for killing deer, which are bigger than people. So when they talk about you should only have things for hunting, oh, okay, great. Now we're going to get some lunatic who's going to go out with, with slugs, 41 mini slugs in a KSG-25. These people have lost their minds. Well, they never had them in the first place. This stuff roused me up, and I'm not even a gun expert, mind you. I'm sure you guys in the chat can correct me on a lot of this stuff and talk about how, how it's even worse than I'm yeah, saying. Biden says you just need a shotgun, right? <laughs> a nine millimeter will long out of blast. someone. I went, yeah. We went to the gun shop the other day. And they had, they had a. You didn't uh, invite me. I'm a fan. You weren't here. <laughs> you weren't here. And uh, I was getting a 12 gauge, and they have they have a 12 gauge with a rotating magazine tube. It has four magazine tubes. I think it holds 25. And the guy at the shop is like, "Ooh, this one. You're gonna your your shoulder's gonna be hurting after this one, man." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know, but you know, it looks cool, so I want to get it." And then I'm like, "Isn't it funny that Joe Biden is telling people to get shotguns, which are harder to use? They have no idea what they're talking. Like, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm." Reluctant to talk about what would it, what would actually happen if some of these crazies decided to use hunting weapons. Mm-hmm. These people are so dumb. They keep regulating things that make guns more dangerous. You no, know, exactly. They go off, but you know, you don't need uh, you don't need X amount of rounds to hunt. You don't need an AR fifteen to hunt. How do you know? have you ever hunted in your life? Have you ever spoken to a hunter, dude? Basically, I don't know a single person who hunts and is in favor of gun control. Yeah. I'm sure there's some somewhere. Well, they're called unbelievably fuds. rare. Yeah. 
Well, also the 10 in Washington state, they banned uh, high capacity magazines, which they set at 10 rounds. Which, for anybody who knows guns, isn't really high capacity. It's it's yeah. low capacity. When you buy a weapon, it comes with a thirty. An AR-15 will come with a thirty-round mag for mm-hmm. five. Yeah, six, ten two, rounds two, is not high capacity. But you know, and there's an argument. And I have a friend who survived the Vegas shooting. Mm. So, um, and I just had her on my podcast the other day, and you know, we had a nice conversation about where she's at and what she went through. And I can't even imagine or put myself there. And she was one of the people who got through this ten-round high capacity magazine. And one of the points she brings up is, well, if you're, you know, people say you need it to defend yourself in your home. You don't need, you shouldn't need 10 bullets. It's like, I probably would need 10 bullets. It's like, I can't hit anything. And it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to risk needing 11 or 12 bullets. I mean, I'm not a gun person. I don't own any guns, but we have, you know, guns in our home, but. And there's, there's so many unanswered questions about that Vegas incident that again was brought up initially was one of the largest mass shootings. And then the corporate media just dropped it, stopped talking about it, didn't even care afterwards. It, it, it's absolutely daunting. I mean, same thing with, with Kenosha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're like, not a terror attack. Everybody move on. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It doesn't fit the narrative doesn't fit the agenda we can't emotionally manipulate people to get what we want out of this so we're just going to drop it and not talk about it that's essentially what happened here i remember also seeing a meme earlier showing uh, ms-13 gangbangers talking to each other and one of them's like hey are we going to the drive-by shooting today and then the other ms-13 gangbanger looks at the other guy and says i can't i didn't get my gun permit today i can't do that <laughs> so, so, so this is this is how people think the, the laws are going to work here they're going to be affecting the, the 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 people who don't respect the law in the first place no it's going to affect law-abiding citizens anybody who's paying attention knows this is just about disarm disarming the population exactly. it has nothing to do with preventing any of these 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 shootings or crime or anything like that that and you know it's crazy because now they're coming out and they're like 10 mass shootings over the weekend and i was like oh now you care about chicago yeah please dude exactly chicago the the gun-free zone the place with so much restrictions on people's ability to defend themselves where criminals know that there's going to be people there who can't do anything if you put a gun in their face because they can't defend themselves when they attack them so then you watch these videos out of brazil man and it's crazy yeah where like there's that viral video where the the guy walks up to the group of women Mm-hmm. And he's got a gun and he's like shaking at him. And this woman just pulls out a gun and shoots him and he just hits the deck. I watched, uh, man, I watched these, another video where these three guys break into a house and you can see the guy like sleeping in his bed watching YouTube or something. Like he fell asleep watching YouTube videos. And then all of a sudden you see this woman just walk up with a revolver, bang, bang, and the dudes jump out the window. Yeah. I mean, what better way to, to be able to protect yourself than, than be able to have a firearm? What you're going to do by taking firearms away from individuals is, is making them potential future victims. Let's, let's, well, let's, I think, I, I just want to make one more point. What's ironic is these people who will argue that our brains have just been completely, um, you know, rotted away at by gun culture and all the action movies basically have all of the opinions they have about guns based on action films like they really think you just point at the person pull the trigger you're gonna hit them every single time and so that's why they they ask questions like why would you need 10 rounds or more look if someone breaks into your home your adrenaline's gonna be in the dark in the dark it's gonna like you're gonna be shaking even if you're well trained it's gonna be a difficult situation so to sit there and go why would someone need more than 10 rounds i I think uh what is it like police officers only hit their target something like 30 percent of the time and high stress situations and they train more regularly than your average citizen how many conversations have you at home had where someone was like why didn't they shoot the gun out of the perpetrator's hand yes or this is my favorite this is my favorite why didn't they just shoot him in the leg what what and hit a major artery hey i write and kill him 
That's why I love when they make the mainstream reporters go do the assignment where they take the the training and they have somebody like shoot him with a fake gun. It's like, oh, you're dead because you didn't yeah. act fast enough. When I was uh, beginning my career in Seattle, I covered crime and justice before I switched over to politics. And I made a point before I talked about any use of force, I would have that use of force done on me. I mean, short of being shot. Like when um, Eric Garner was it killed by New York police yeah. uh, in a in a chokehold, choke so I let some police officer on camera choke me in an LVNR, a lateral vascular neck restraint, mm. choke me unconscious Gosh. to see what it would be like. And I gotta <laughs> say, I would rather that happen than uh, pepper spray or anything like that because that's much worse than being choked out. But I think it would be good for reporters. It should be kind of standard in newsrooms to make them go through some of that training that police go through before they talk about it, you know, things like I mean, that, like shoot them in the I, I, Well, I think I, there are plenty of police officers who would volunteer to choke a, a reporter that's out. That's what I was going <laughs> to say, is I'm sure that, I that, think that we could the Lakewood, program out, City know? of Lakewood Police Department, they asked me for that video. I don't know where the video went, but uh, City of Lakewood, uh, they jumped at the opportunity to do that. They could stream this on YouTube. There's, we send Super Chats in. There's a, uh, um, another very dangerous attempt at gun control. You see, here's what's happening. If you go over to gasprices.aaa.com, the national average gas price is $4.86.5%. You see, gas is going to be so expensive, you'll be able to buy it. You'll, you'll, you can't afford the guns. There you go. So there you go. Uh, no, in all actuality, yo, gas prices are nearing five bucks. This is, this is apocalyptic. But wait, it's okay. Joe Biden is allowing solar panel imports, and he has said that this is a robust recovery. Where are those solar panels coming from? Oh, uh, are they coming Asia. from China? China. And where's China getting they, the minerals? Oh, China yeah, getting China. The, yeah, and where's China getting the minerals? This is the big caveat. Where's China getting the minerals to, to produce uh, those uh, solar panels? Ooh, ooh, is it? Do you know? Anyone is here? Is it Xinjiang? No, no, oh. no, no. It's another place that uh, the, we left a lot of weaponry in. Oh, Afghanistan. No. Afghanistan. Oh. Yes, there you go. It comes all full circle what here. What do I win? Nice. Um, the, the Great Reset. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the destruction of your country. Yeah. The <laughs> internal the, oh, no, the, I don't the domestic that. destruction. But, but again, when we look at what the government has been doing here, these prices, we're, 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 we're just going into peak driving season. These prices are going to go up. The demand is going to go up. It's summer, with, dude. Yeah. With these prices, everything else is going to go up. It's not just paying at the pump. It's not just paying for gas. Your groceries, every other item is going to rise in price because of this domestic energy policy that is shooting itself in the foot and is literally creating this financial havoc that we are dealing with. Some people call this the Great Reset. Some people are saying that we need to destroy the old in order to build back better. Those are the talking terms of of the Biden administration. Not mine and a lot of other globalist and world economic forum types. They're the ones talking about this. Obviously, what's happening here to me is is absolutely deliberate. We are seeing the financial destruction of the United States from within the inside. And we still don't even know the actual numbers of the secret Federal Reserve bailouts that are bailing out all the big corporations that have friends within their government. So uh, things are scary. Things are absolutely terrifying, especially when you look at the financial situation. I just want to say um, gas prices are high in part due to Joe Biden intentional climate change actions. That's just not even up for dispute. Yeah, because, you know, it's more environmentally friendly to import uh, energy from Saudi Arabia <laughs> exactly. than it is to produce it domestically here well, in the United States. And we get to prop up a murderous dictatorship that keeps uh, assassinating whatever, children in Yemen. Whatever whatever is happening after the fact, it is a fact that Joe Biden said he was going he was he was campaigning on climate change, he was going to reduce carbon emissions, all of that good climate change stuff. He shut down Keystone. He banned uh, 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 permits on, on certain federal land, recently banning in the Gulf and a bunch of other areas. Stopping exploration, stopping discovery. This is and, deliberate. And this is 
stated intentionally because of climate issues and environmental issues. And now gas prices are going up partly due to that. There is a spike coming because of Ukraine. That's a fact, especially with Europe and especially with us having to help protect, you know, Europe and and do what we can in terms of their energy. We are being hit by that as well. But if you're wondering why it's getting so crazy, Joe Biden's going to try and blame Vladimir Putin, but gas prices were going up well before Putin. And, yes. But the, the problem is the mainstream media believes what Joe Biden says on it. If you if you watch the mainstream media, you think what's happening right now, what's been happening for the last three months is because of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what it's, they're blaming. It's terrifying. Well, I mean, the problem is people believing the mainstream media about anything. Yeah, but there's a lot of Americans who believe the mainstream the media. The journalists, I don't think, believe Joe Biden. Well, then why are they putting it out there? Because Tim they're liars. Oh, because they're liars. That one. Yeah, they, they, they lie. That's why. They're like, oh, Joe Biden lied again. Run it. That's it. Well, have you seen his Twitter account lately? It is like every day he's blaming someone else for inflation and gas prices. <laughs> it was meat producers, oil producers, Republicans, Trump, uh, Ukraine, Putin. It's a different thing every day. And I, w- I was saying this. That Joe Biden is a sacrificial lamb. They knew that it was going to be really, really bad. So they needed someone to run who who's not going to win again. They needed a Buchanan or somebody. And they could blame it on on, on him being old and having cognitive decline. But they won't even admit that. It, yeah. Not yet. Well, well yeah. this is a part of the game. We're arguing about that, not the larger destruction that's happening within the, the United States. Two weeks ago, the New York Post had, had a very eye-opening uh, article that was titled, Biden praises high gas prices as part of an incredible transition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this what? is this is his own words. And this is the transition that we're going through right now because this is deliberate. This is what they've been talking about planning, instituting, and doing for a very long time. They don't want you having freedom of mobility. They don't want you driving cars. They don't want you having freedom in your own personal individual life. And what better way to do that than to take it away from individuals by making it too expensive and only allowing the super rich individuals like John Kerry to fly around in their private jets and to lecture everyone about how we need to stop over consuming and have Bill Gates buy out the media to promote his fake meat because red meat is somehow bad for you and the scientific data specifically, especially when it comes to beef liver, highlights the exact opposite of that. And I keep going about to explode only because this is a, a part, again, I think this is all deliberate. I, I saw a meme and people are like, when, you know, after 9-11, we said, oh, well, no, we didn't. We changed the entire way that we board planes. And I responded, was like, no, only for poor people. Like if you're yeah. rich, you get expedited or you get TSA pre. If you fly on a private plane, there's no security. Yeah. Yeah. I recently flew on a private plane. It was fantastic. It was the first time I've ever flown. And it was a gift. Uh, I got, I got lucky because someone happened to go in the same way as me and they're like, come on, you know, take a ride. And I was like, okay. And we walk into the airport and they're like, hey, I'm your captain right this way. And we just walk straight through. It's like 10 feet from the door to the, to the door to the tarmac. You walk on the plane. Not a big plane. It's very cramped, but, uh, you know, the rich people, they yeah. don't, no, don't got to yeah. wear masks. Yeah. They, they don't, don't have to do deal anything. with the blue glove TSA agents patting Never. you down, putting their hands where, where they have no business placing those hands in there. Yeah. You know? Was well, it Elon's plane? Did you get a massage? Was no. there a massage they table did. in there? I need it to was, know, yeah. It's way too small for that. Okay. Oh, so, you know, look, I'm looking. Not if you're, uh, you know, Mr. Epstein. Let me, tell you, let me tell you guys something. You know how much it costs from, so, so we, we looked into this, from uh, D.C. to Austin, round trip private jet just the base base low lowest rate how much do you think it costs 10 grand how much do you think it costs luke uh, uh, uh private jet from uh, dc where? to austin round trip 15 20 20 dollars. oh my gosh it used to be way cheaper a year ago two years ago but the price of fuel has skyrocketed and there's a shortage of pilots 
It's $55,000 and people do it all the time. They do have these things where they do these pools where you buy like a percentage of a fleet and then you can use it and then you got to spend a couple grand per flight or whatever. But that's how much it costs. And guess what? Part of the reason it's so high is because the demand from the wealthy, they are willing to spend that to, to avoid the blue gloves going up and then them, you know, yes. rubbing your buttocks. And these are the uh, often the elites who are telling us how important these security measures are. Uh, I, I'm glad you brought this up, Luke. Uh, Biden talking about an incredible transition because it's interesting. I thought we were going to see a return to normal because yeah. that's what he promised. But one of my favorite things about this is here we see that uh, as is the case with transgenderism, transition is just a euphemism for mutilation. Fair point. Um, another aspect of this that I think is worth entertaining and talking about is that the same time that he he announced and, and made this very important, incredible transition statement, he also announced the plan to set up more bike lanes, uh, especially in city areas, and set up more speed cameras. What is that going to do? This is going along with the the UN 2030 vision, the World Economic Forum, great uh, great ba- you know build back better. This is everything that they've always been talking about, dreaming about, and one of their key plans is to eliminate people's ability to travel, people's ability to have a car. And I, I think this is the larger plan because this is all for allegedly global warming. No, it's really about subjecting human beings uh, to slavery and controlling every aspect of their existence. What better way to do that than even controlling their, their ability to move around? They want you living in those cities. This is a part of a larger agenda that has been building up for a very long time. And there has been a huge attack on people's ability to be able to drive. You have to deal with, with inspections. You have to deal with regulations. You have to deal with, the, with uh, you know, so many regulations against diesel, so many environmental regulations but but when we look at the people hurting the environment they're the ones getting uh, you know a lot of the support a lot of the tax money a lot of the government socialism uh, that goes directly to them everyone else gets screwed is paying the ultimate price and i think this is only going to get worse and i think this is uh, not an accident that this is happening i think this is deliberate lockstep and barrel every step of the way they are pushing for humanity's total enslavement and taking away people's ability to drive is going to be one of those key elements that they need to get rid of well Biden is furious that he's trailing Trump in the polls, erupted over being kept out of the loop on baby formula, and is trying to avoid being compared to Jimmy Carter. No, he's like worse than Jimmy Carter. (laughs) Don't worry, Joe. We won't compare you to him. You're worse. Absolutely. There you go. Notice they, they didn't have to keep him out of loop on like adult diapers, right? He knows right, what those seriously. numbers are at. They yeah, he's like, oh, what's a stock yeah. on adult diapers, man? Well, there's actually some very interesting comparisons to Jimmy Carter's administration, to the Biden administration, especially to what happened in the 1970s, especially with what happened geopolitically, uh, with a lot of very similar troubles that people had to deal with then that people are also dealing with now. Um, and, and I think, especially if you look at the baby formula shortage, another problem of too big government, it's WIC pro program. It's overproduction. It's over-reliance on one particular corporation that probably has ties to the government. Uh, Again, a lot of these problems go directly towards the central planners that think that they could control every aspect of your existence. And because they do, they make a lot of uh, problems for you. I think these problems are deliberate and they're only going to get worse from here. Do you guys want Trump to run again? Man, Mm. I kind of do because I'm not so convinced DeSantis is going to clean house. You know, so like a couple months ago, I was saying I would prefer DeSantis because he's 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 younger, he's 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 got more tact and everything. But just with how crazy things are getting, I'm kind of like, I think DeSantis would get in and try and hold on, 
I think Trump will get in and just clean house. He's going to fire everybody. I have I, I I have the opposite approach. I have no trust in, in Trump at all. Yeah, I, I, I like think he was totally infiltrated and totally acted for the deep state and and made the, the situation worse for a lot of people. Operation Warp Speed uh, is is one of the hugest scam and so much uh, scams that were running on the American people. So many mi- mistakes. That's just my perspective. I just twenty twenty four is going to be fascinating because come do you think Kamala Harris because Biden's not running again right. No way. There's no way. There's no but the, way. But, but hold they on. pretend he is. They would have to announce within the next few months if that's the case. Because they got to start lining up the primary pool for next year. Yeah, but you don't think they're so identity obsessed. You don't really think Democrats would allow anyone to challenge Kamala Harris, do you? I don't you know. Look at, you look at her poll numbers. She is yeah. extremely unlikable. But who wants to be extremely the Democrat who tries to, tries to push out a woman of color? Well, well, well so it, no, here's a question, though. It depends on mm-hmm. whether the mainstream media feels, in, in the DNC, feels that this candidate who's running against Kamala is useful to them. Because if that's the case, then all of the horrible things Kamala has said and done are going to be fair game, and the media is going to allow people to discuss them. I, I see maybe even Michelle Obama, Stacey Abrams, who's a Bilderberg member, by the way. I, I see all of them making prominent moves uh, in this. Uh, Pete Buttigieg, I think he's also going to be another prominent individual that they're propping up here as well. Uh, so I think we're going to keep an eye on all of them. But um, I, I think the United States is a sinking ship, and I, I don't know who would want the want the job at, at this at this juncture because you're literally going to be in charge of something that's that that people are not going to be happy with in the in the near future. Look, I mean, if Pete Buttigieg can give birth, he can save the country. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Buttigieg doesn't have the X factor. He doesn't. No, no. No. Gavin Newsom they, they is, him. Is, looks like a mannequin. Oh, not Gavin Newsom. He looks. Like, he's he's he's. He, Michelle Obama, but she uh, she's like apparently never going to do it. Washington Governor Jay Inslee, he got like one percent the first time around, right? Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whitmore, she's very popular in oh, Michigan, gosh. and Whitmore. Uh, and that California, Whitmer. yeah, yeah, Whitmer. That, that, that California guy, what's his name that eats at that very fancy restaurant? Gavin Newsom. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. No, he looks, he, looks like a, he looks like a mannequin. Yeah, yeah he does. He's very. Pointy Botox Sharp He looks yeah. like he's made of plastic Buttigieg has a lot of CIA connections So I still see him being promoted and prompted up And, and I think he's going to be a contender At least he can string a sentence together Yeah Well he's that young an and trendy And you know He has all the He, he doesn't have the X factor But, but I do see him uh, being promoted prominently In the next upcoming election That's how I just see it but Sorry I derailed the conversation No no no, no, no it's fine. Fair point um, it, it's fine. We're, we're, we're in a huge mess with, with this administration. And who's going to come clean up the pieces? Absolutely no one. <laughs> and you need to be personally responsible f- yeah. for yourself. And my opinion, my perspective, and I might be wrong, and it's okay if I'm wrong, is that uh, if you believe a politician is going to help you out, you have victim mentality. Um, no one's going to help you out. No one's going to come and save you Someone except you yourself. is is going to help us. And it is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah, she's got us. AOC is criticizing Democrats' refusal to use the word Latinx <laughs> despite divide over the term. Many Democrats worry the term Latinx alienates voters of Latin American descent. AOC, don't does. stop. Don't stop. Keep, keep, keep on going. Tell them all to keep saying it. Please, please. Your advocacy is so important to helping Republicans win in the, in the, in the midterms. Didn't yeah, she please. just come well, out as Native American? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Nope. Just, uh, She's just, transracial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the thing about Latinx. I've said this before. Part of the reason the left feels it's so important for folks to start using this phrase is because to name a person or group of people is to assert 
ownership over them. And that is how they view the Hispanic community. They believe that they're their owners and handlers, just like they feel they're the owners and handlers of every single other minority group they claim to speak for. Now, the Latino community does not use this phrase. They don't like that phrase. The polling has made it perfectly clear. But these leftist colonists are going to do every single thing they can to force their bizarre gender ideology onto this culture. I think they know that they have to work their way in there and really destroy the Hispanic uh, understanding of family life by subverting their understanding of gender roles because they know that given the Catholic culture of many of these nations— uh, they are likely to be more socially conservative in the future, and they could even become Republican voters. And I think that's the fear. So they need to do every single thing they can now to subvert that culture as much as possible. That's what this term is well, about. You look at destroy the, their understanding of sexual relationships, destroy their understanding of the differences between men and women. You look at South Texas, and uh, things are not looking good for Democrats. Latino voters are voting Republican. You look at Florida. Yeah, November is going to be wild. Do you think that? I mean, like seriously, when when um, you know churches get torched or when the holy mass is interrupted over Roe being overturned, how do you think a, a Mexican Catholic feels about that? Like, mm-hmm. how do you think that voter block is going to respond? They they are going to do everything they can to strip these cultures of their identity. It's going to be interesting. I mean, uh, there's going. I think there's going to be a lot of surprises before November. Um, I, I think there's a lot of more instability than we even realize right now. I think financially, this is going to be the bigger kind of picture here that's going to affect a lot of people's decisions, especially at the voting uh, booth. But it, it, it's it's really just just fascinating that there's so many problems, there, there's so many things going wrong. But but we're talking about Latinx. <laughs> like that's just uh, to August, me, this is just crazy. August is going to be lit. August? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the fall. So we're going to be getting into the fall harvest season. So we're going to be running low on food. There's not going to be new food or it's going to be seriously depleted because of the lack of fertilizer in spring. There's going to be diesel shortages. No diesel means even if they have the food, they can't bring it to you. It's going to be 10 bucks a gallon in California and probably in a bunch of other places. We're about to break $5 a gallon as it is. But, uh, Hopefully AOC keeps criticizing Democrats who don't say mm-hmm. the word Latinx. Yeah, keep it up. Maybe, Tim, we could solve all these problems by, by calling people Latinx. <laughs> you know, maybe everything's going to be good. Is it Latinx? Latinx. I don't Latinx. even know how to pronounce Latinx. it. Latinx. Who knows? Yeah. I don't even it's care Latinx. how to pronounce it. Okay. Like Latino, Latina, Latinx? I want to make sure I pronounce it correctly, yeah. you know. I just want to make sure you don't pronounce it. I want no <laughs> yeah, one to pronounce it. It's a horrible term. We had a progressive on this show recently. And when I asked him why the Green New Deal had a bunch of stuff like free college for marginalized people and healthcare, he's like, because that's who's affected first. And I'm like, that doesn't solve anything having to do with the climate crisis. It's like, we want to solve climate change, so we're going to give college to, to minorities. I'm like, what does that do about carbon emissions? Nothing. But you can't point that out okay. because then you're racist. You're racist. I exactly. guess. You're racist I mean, against the Latinx. There was a meme I saw and it said, when gas prices go up, and it's like a wind turbine, and it's like the price for running the wind turbine didn't, and then I just responded with like they use petroleum-based lubricants. <laughs> like, what do you what do you think? Like, what are you talking about? Of course, the prices went up. The price for everything goes up. I don't know what they're what, what they're doing. I, I can only say this: the one thing that it seems to be is that the country is being gutted and burned to the ground. Deliberately, on purpose, not by accident. They try to make it look like it's an accident. They're, they're like, oh, no, it's just incompetency. I well, know. I mean, the actions they take that are burning the country down are, com- are completely deliberate. Absolutely. But I would, I would assume the, lo- uh, the path to hell is paved with good intentions. 
Absolutely. I think there's an element of that as well. Uh, but I think there's also just organizations being like, well, let's, let's make these people believe that they're doing the right thing. Let's, let's push this agenda here. Let's, let's, let's actually, you know, rearrange things in a way that's going to work out for our personal benefit. So I do see people kind of waiting behind the scenes, pushing a lot of these agendas and narratives that do play a bigger role that we don't even realize immediately. But then later down the line, we're like, hey, we're looking around like, hey, there's only bugs to eat here. Hey, we only have a pod. Hey, we only have a VR headset. Hey, hey, we can't go out of our house. We don't have a car. We can't afford a car. We can't even drive a car. Um, so, so I do see this kind of larger element that we're slowly creeping into, which is a technocratic nightmare. And I think it's worth calling out. I, I think th- this news, especially with Elon Musk and Twitter, is a lot bigger than we even realize. I think there's a lot on the line here. Um, and it's and it's let's just say it's not a boring time to be alive. It's very interesting, and uh, I, I think it's only going to get a lot more interesting. Speaking yeah, of, well, it, can I, th- yeah, th- there's this point you made earlier, Tim, that the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and in many ways that's true. But you know. Bad intentions don't pave the road to heaven. And we do live in a culture, unfortunately, where many of those at the top really do have very bad intentions. And it might not necessarily be that it's their goal to destroy the system, but they do want to enrich themselves at the expense of everybody else. And they also want to hook their friends up and demolish whatever part of the culture it is that happens to bother them. And that's going to have consequences that not even they realize. It's going to get really bad. So let's use the last few minutes for Super Chats to talk about this technocratic hellscape. Oh, boy. Uh, just have some fun because <laughs> earlier, earlier oh, I today wait. I went to this AI and I asked it to make images of Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi. So we pulled it up again. And before the show, I asked this AI to generate some images for me. And I'm going to show you these images because they're hilarious. <laughs> and I hope you guys enjoy them. It's from the new Avatar movie. Yes. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> I said, I would like to see an image of Tom Cruise. And this is what it gave me. For those that are only listening, you know, I, it'll only be a few minutes, but I'll describe it. It is an orange background with a blue-skinned man that could kind of look like Tom Cruise. It but looks it's like not, Adam it's Driver. Jake Dylan. Look at those yeah, it does. teeth. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's got a teeth. bunch of teeth. He's got too many teeth. Freak. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of Tom teeth. Cruise. I mean, kind of a babe, though. Yeah, he, I, I, he's like, he's like a, a, a you know, model-looking kind of guy. All right, let's go to the next one. I said Bill Clinton. All right, you guys ready for this? <laughs> Here's AI. It looks like Guy Fieri. He looked, yeah, oh. Bill Clinton's about to take us to Flavortown. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, Bill, Bill's about to go to Flavortown <laughs> Island on a private jet. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> on a private jet. Yeah, yeah. To a private up, island. Yeah. You guys ready for this one? An AI-generated Bill Gates. Here we go. Oh. I, I asked for that one. I don't know what this is. Yeah, what's the bill portion of that? Is it like St. Peter? It's like the Kremlin or something? It's not a person. No. Because uh, I don't Gates. know. Who's next? You guys ready? Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, man. You guys ready for AI-generated Jeffrey Epstein? There you go. That's about right. Like I mean, it's pretty close. That's yeah. probably what he looks like now after the <laughs> reconstructive <laughs> facial surgery. They, they were trying to figure out how to do reconstructive facial surgery, so they ran it through the AI and they made this. I mean, Somewhere the, the in the world right now, there's a guy looking exactly like yeah. that. But like, they're uh, on to me. <laughs> are you guys ready for the best this one? This next one is the best. Which one is it? Donald Trump oh, Jr. Okay. Are yeah. you guys ready for this? <laughs> I'm warning you now, you guys are going to lose it when you see an AI-generated Donald Trump Jr. You ready for this? Here you go. <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> what is happening? It's the spoon that gets me. He's got a spoon. It's it's what? Okay, first of all, it, it it looks more like Alan West than Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, it does for smooth skin. Creepy. There's something wrong with the chin, but it is a black man with a spoon in his mouth. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't understand. And are, like are, a sushi, sashimi napkin bib? Are, are is it we, just are, like he's rich? He was born with a silver spoon in his mouth? Is that what we're seeing? Uh, I don't I don't know how this is. Are we sure thing. we're not looking at Hunter Biden's art? I don't know. That's <laughs> kind of what it looks like. All right. Now, this one, you guys, this one might scare it's the children. Favorite. This my one's going to scare the kids. Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> yeah, but she always does. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she does. True. Here's Nancy Pelosi. 
skin suit. Yeah, it's actually terrifying. I think she looks better here than she does in real life. <laughs> it looks like but a skin, nice. a Nancy Pelosi skin suit. Look at that hand. Look at the eyes. It's like, wow. what is that? It's what is going on? That is so creepy. <laughs> yeah, like AI person. will not be taking over anytime soon. All right, so. all right. Now for the people on the show. You oh, guys man. ready for a good one? This looks Luke Rydkowski is first. Yes. Here is AI generated Luke Rydkowski. <laughs> sort of got the eyes right. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, but like the nose should be a lot like, bigger. It's like you and Brandon Ruth combined. Probably, yeah. That, the, I don't understand. Like the hair is wrong. Like what? It's not bad. This. Like, all right, who's next? It's a this, Adam Driver. This again. The, the next Very one. Accurate. The next one. I think is Seamus in about uh, two years from now. I think now. it's me. About you guys. Now. You it's... guys are gonna love Seamus. You ready? <laughs> this. You ready for Seamus? Seamus in two years. <laughs> <laughs> It I can see like it. Fat bastard. I no. I think it looks kind of like me. I really I can do. see it. I, can I, see I, it. I see it. It looks like Joe like Biden. It, no, but it's got like Thanos's chin. Yeah, and Joe yeah. Biden. It's, those it's, two it's like things. it's like Joe Biden and Thanos yeah, combined. Yeah, exactly. That's that's Seamus. <laughs> uh, who's next, Lydia? Oh, L- no. Lydia's was just like Linda. an AI. Yes, I look like the lady from the closer. And like one of your eyes is smashed. Yeah, creepy eyes. No, yeah, but this is kind of weird because it just looks like it just looks like a bad like a badly drawn person. No, it looks like a demon trying to disguise itself. I woman. know it does, yeah. All right, eyeballs. and now for the best one, Timothy Pool. Oh <laughs> are you guys ready for this? Oh, Not ready we for are this. ready. Here we go. It's literally a swimming pool. <laughs> that's what they. That's what the AI made. The AI literally just made a swimming pool. I that's wish it. there was a beanie on it. It's the Timothy yeah. Pool. Nope, that's it. Yeah. Just like Bill Gates, if your name is a common noun, <laughs> yeah. you cannot be AI generated. What if you put an E at the end? So of the pool? if you if yeah. you follow my Twitter, twitter.com slash timcast, you can see. Where I made an AI-generated image of Joe Biden sniffing a little girl. <laughs> Joe Biden and Donald Trump fused together as one person. That's the worst and thing a cu- I've ever heard. And a couple of bonus Joe Bidens. Yeah, that was fun. The Joe Biden sniffing the little girl is my favorite. But it's like, it's weird. It's not, it's, it's just his face is smashed. And, like, there's not really a little girl. It's like a weird mashed-faced pig-looking thing. Yeah, I won't be able to sleep tonight if you show it again. I, mm. <laughs> I don't have to pull it I don't want to see it again. No, it's creepy. It's on Twitter. The Nancy Pelosi was good. Actually, maybe I can pull it up if I just go to Twitter. <laughs> go to my – oh, yeah, you know what? I'll just, I'll just, I'll just pull it up. We're, we're on Twitter. Let's see what we got here. There we go. <laughs> oh, my God. AI, Joe Biden sniffing a little girl, AI-generated image. What? Look at this! Happening. Oh man! So the AI created that image. Yes, yeah. made it. An AI made this image. Wow! Yeah, here's like here's a couple of Joe <laughs> Biden bonuses. <laughs> He's melting. Here's Donald Trump and Joe Biden fused <laughs> yep, as yep, one person. Yep, yep. That that's actually pretty bad. legit. That one's good. It's yeah. pretty good. Here's Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> dude, why are her hands always weird in these? She looks great. I don't know, dude. She, she needs weird? all the hands to hold all the money she's yeah, getting yeah, from the go. stock market. <laughs> nah, that's true. That's true. Here's Joe Biden AI, mm. and then the Donald Trump AI. Whoa. Yeah, what's Gosh. with like his hand on his shoulder? <laughs> what like is that? happening? Frankly, frankly, <laughs> frankly. Wow. You talking about me? It's <laughs> like they were at the madam, madam. How do you say that? Thoughts, yeah. And then it melted. You yes. Know? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it looks like. All right, everybody. I don't like that. That's a uh, that's AI, but uh, you, we're gonna. We'll, you should have the the AI um, draw a super chatter at some point. The AI what? Draw super chatter, you know? Write oh, super like one of their names? There, or one of their names. But yeah. the issue the issue is that unless they're really, really famous, it just gives you random images. Like I don't know. I think I thought Luke and I looked pretty good. You looked pretty yeah. good too, bro. Yeah. I was a swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. yeah you exactly. look great. Swimming pools look great. Looking good, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you haven't already, 
would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member at TimCast.com. We're going to have a members-only show coming up at 11 p.m. You don't want to miss it. Let's read the Super Chats from all of you guys. What do we got? All right. Lethal5670 says, have you heard much on the Dems' proposal for a 1,000% tax on AR-15-style weapons? Yes, we talked about it. Matthew Hammond says, please make Milo your press secretary, Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> All right. Michael Alio says, now that Luke is back, I can finally stop puking. Oh, huh. Good. Finally. And I can start. Raymond, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Luke didn't waste a second switching his background. In fact, before the show, we had like, we were hammering. That's and, right. and There's a little confrontation that happened. Um, it was you know, great. They were boxing. We, we had to, you know, I had to, fight, I had to fight for this. <laughs> I had to fight for all this. He did. I, but I got it. Yeah. And uh, I won. It was, I wouldn't go that far. It was definitely a fight. <laughs> it was a competition. At some point, I just decided to let you have it. There was a physical <laughs> altercation <laughs> between me and someone on this show. And, I don't know uh, who he's talking about. That's right. That's I'm right. Luke hit a about. woman. Linda was out. I am a black belt, so it's gone well all right. What do we get? Dominic Camarada says, who's this Luke? He, him? <laughs> okay. A. Jones says, I'm afraid if y'all get swatted again that Roberto will fail to keep his cool. Roberto is off at Verdamistan. Roberto Jr. Yeah, Roberto Jr. We sent him to boarding school. Yeah, we did. Roberto is, was sent to the, the, the penal colony yeah. for abusing women. Australia. Well, Freedomistan. All right. Bryce E says it's five dollars and twenty cents for a gallon of gas by me in Wisconsin. It's four seventy nine here. Wow. It's, it's like really six bad. in Seattle. Yeah, dude. Yikes. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, my Marine Corps has become a corporate shill. All Americans should be proud every day. They bent the uh, the bent knee speaks volumes of the leaders. Admonish them. That's what my brother nice. said, yeah. OMG Puppy says, it is not just that Twitter serves the Democrats. It is also used by the NED and CIA for international operations, color revolution, etc. Absolutely. Yeah. Many uh, uh, documented cases. Economic hitmen, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In QTEL. Sam Whitehurst says, watched a clip of Ben Shapiro talking with Neil deGrasse Tyson about trans people in sports, and he was literally shaking when answering the question. I used to admire him, but I found many of my heroes will lie to save face. Yep. Well, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I mean, he's never been that good, to be honest. Like, just listen to what he says, and you're kind of like, dude. I think Twitter really was bad for Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. yeah. Saying a bunch of really dumb things. Salty Duckling says, I'd like to welcome back my favorite decaf Russian. If it's even better than my uh, my favorite, no, I can't say that on Twitter. On, on oh, you YouTube. cannot say that. Well, I just want no you all way. to know it's a, it is a slur against my people. That's Wh- right. Whisper it to me later, uh, Seamus. <laughs> and uh, I'm Polish. <laughs> no, that's. I think that's what he was saying. I think he was decaf saying, like, Russian. Decaf Russian. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. If I would get offended, I would be offended. Yeah. <laughs> there was nothing decaf about you tonight. Don't worry. No, that's Good. true. Okay. There was not. Okay. So what is this? Someone is. Someone just posted the lyrics to Smash Mouth. So huh. don't delay. Act now. Supplies are running out. Allow if you're still alive. Six to eight years to arrive. And if you follow, there may be a tomorrow. But if the offer is shunned, you might as well be walking on the sun. Kind of what it feels like. We're all melting. Well, well, there you go. Thanks for the Smash Mouth. Yeah. Always valuable. Smash Mouth. All right. 
A lot of people saying Luke, Luke, Luke is back. Luke is back. Mm-hmm. What is a what is a Luke shaft cam? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's such a great question. I've seen it mentioned. I'm assuming it is what I Welcome think it is. Welcome to our chat. I'm sorry, Brandy. Our chat is no, Please describe to me what a... No. It's like a... Oh, it's, a, it's like a flagpole. Ian Shaft. No, yeah. It's yeah. Exactly the same. Our chat's a wonderful I, I, place. I think you might be too wholesome for it's this chat. You're far too wholesome. I love the are chat you, room. Are you writing down? <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm going to take that. Uh, what is a shaft Yeah, go ahead and look it up. Yeah, no, don't. 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 Don't want to look that Don't up. Don't look it up. Don't do it. I'm not going to Google that. I'm on your don't, Wi-Fi. Don't I'm blushing. It. I'll fill you in after. Luke is definitely blushing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh the chat goodness. is blowing up with people I laughing. Oh, man. Oh, that was good. I've never been called wholesome. Yeah. I like I like coming here. I'm wholesome here. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad here. Waffle Sensei says the Uvalde cops are just a result of a castrated nationwide police force who is so afraid of stepping one toe out of line that they were more afraid for themselves than these children's lives. It's too late. Cops should go. Hmm. Crazy. Go where? Different jobs. Different jobs. Richard Adams says great journalism about Seth Rich subject. There is a difference between negligence and enabling. By the way, the shooter was in contact with the FBI. In Uvalde? Was I think that was Buffalo. That yeah, was, uh, Buffalo. That was a retired right, right. FBI agent that was yep. on the forum that was in communication with them. In yeah, Buffalo. I heard a rumor that the Uvalde shooter was speaking to someone they could not identify. Uh, there was rumors that they were yeah, on the same chat rumor. room. I, I haven't I seen know. that verified yeah. yet. Uh, we got lots of crazy stuff out there. Yep. Don't hey believe man. everything you read. Yeah. Hey man says you cannot buy guns on credit. False! You absolutely can. I do it all the time. Why would you not be able to? Yeah. That's weird. In fact, I only buy on credit. I just pay it off every, you know, after every, after, uh, you know, every period or whatever. Let's say a baked cup says 1,600 rounds and magazines for all of them. That's a lot of money, not to mention a $700 optic and two 2K rifles. I mean, yeah, even if he was saving up that much money, I don't think, like, even if he was saving all his money, I don't know how he gets to the, the truck. The truck was like 60 grand, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a, an expensive truck, especially now if you could even be lucky enough to get a truck, because, uh, you know, it's very difficult to even do that now. I didn't realize he had bought a truck. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Wow. Expensive. Yeah. Nathan Bacon Baby says, Tim, please use that Daily Wire ad money to have makeup artists get everyone on a show done up in high quality Star Trek costumes. <laughs> Maybe try to see each other with them as soon as you go live. That sounds highly ridiculous yes, and very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it goes well beyond the amount of money we got. We would have got paid for the from the Daily Wire. Really, now says military here. If you're a victim, you flee. If you're a responder, you eliminate the threat. It's mm. that simple. If you hear shots, that's not barricaded. It's active. Of course. Wow. That guy says what I wouldn't give to see Luke and Brandon Tatum in the same room with a running camera. Holy hell, Luke! We've missed you. I missed you guys too. It's fun. I'm, I've been mo- watching the chat room. You guys are on fire. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. Awesome. People want that Luke Sheft cam. <laughs> no, <laughs> I haven't seen those comments today, actually. Oh, oh I saw many. Oh, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> we will we will explain that to you in the fam- in the non family yes. friendly version it's over at timcast.com at 11 p.m. Looking forward to it. <laughs> it's going to be great. Brandon Freeman <laughs> says bots on Twitter and fake accounts. Remember AshleyMedicine.com. It was hacked, and almost all the female user accounts were fake. Some operated by employees. Interesting. What's happening on Twitter isn't reality. It's like a bunch of fake leftist accounts arguing with conservatives just to keep conservatives entertained and on the platform. I mean, yeah. It's pretty interesting. <clears throat> Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, why go conspiracy when you preach 
Arkham's razor. Arkham? Ar- that's a good razor. I like that. Arkham. Arkham's, was it like the, the Joker will escape? Yeah, I think so. yeah. <laughs> something like that. All criminals will re- re- engage in recidivism or? Something like that. What do, we, what do you mean, good sir? What do you mean? Arkham's razor. I need to know more. Arkham's razor. Poison Fist said, where's the dash ca- dashboard cams, traffic cams, body cams, <coughs> excuse me, school CCTVs, or citizen phone footage? We only have 10 seconds. Filet of fishy AF, though 10 seconds more than we have of Adam Lanza. Mm. Crazy. Let's see. Now there are eggplant emojis, so I imagine oh. I've got my answer yeah. about yep, what the chef cam answer. is. Got <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Let me drink some water real quick. I got nothing to say about that. Luke, uh, provide comment? No uh, comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't know what to say about that one. But uh, very creative uh, commenters. Uh, I love the, the, the entertainment. Chat's a great uh, place. Value of it. Absolutely. That guy says, Tim, your Alec Baldwin logic, whereas dozens of mistakes would have to be conducted in succession to make Alec innocent. What if you applied that same logic to Uvalde? Where would that lead you? It would lead to a psychopathic murderer who bought guns and then went and shot people. I mean. The thing about Alec Baldwin was that we know he had the gun. We know he was manipulating the gun. We know there was a live bolt in the gun. We know he pointed the gun. And I'm saying all of those things are literally true. Then how could you argue it was an accident? It's the inversion of a conspiracy theory. It's like the Alec Baldwin story was literally the media making up a conspiracy theory. Alec Baldwin was handed a gun that he was supposed to have checked, that someone else was supposed to have checked, and he pointed at a woman, pulled the hammer back, releasing a live round, killing her after having a, a dispute with her over pay or something like that, or something like that happened. And to believe anything other than just that story right there would be to be making it into a conspiracy theory. We'll see. All right, what do we got? More super chats. Ian Hall says, to the point, you are the militia. Prepare and be ready. That is true. Sergeant Buck says, Seattle is a lost cause at this point. Speaking as a near Seattle native, Inslee thinks restricting magazine size to 10 rounds will do something. He's only harming law-abiding gun owners. That is true true and correct. Like anybody who's got an illegal weapon and planning to commit a crime is going to care about breaking another another law, especially something like that. So dumb. Hmm. Guardsman Norheim of the Tenneth First isn't, he says, isn't this why, isn't, well, he says, isn't the why can Ukraine get guns argument a little weak considering they are actively under attack from Russia? Luke? Well, the aspect here that we have to understand here is that a lot of these weapons are being sent, not tracked. We don't know what hands they're going into. And you could bet your bottom dollar there's going to be a lot of black market firearms after this conflict, uh, if it ever ends, because this conflict might not end. So uh, obviously, I understand your point, but the, the point is more kind of nuanced here, saying specifically you want those people to have guns, but but other people not to have guns based on... Uh, you know, your own kind of political ideology that doesn't really stand behind a virtue because people should be able to defend themselves no matter what the situation is. So that's just my perspective and comment. All right, let's give some more. We got some more super chats. We got so many super chats. We have so many. The best super chats. Everybody agrees. Hybrid says, I'm so glad I can stop puking. Welcome back. <laughs> Everybody was just vomiting all over their keyboards. Every night they couldn't help it. I just watched the show. It's just so good. I can't stop. <laughs> 
the premises, no joke. The pandemic is over. Yeah. Tyrant Hunter says, hey, if they make guns hard to get, I'll just befriend some cartel members and get some of our guns Obama gave them. There you go. There's always one way to do it, I guess. I don't think that'll work out too well for you, though, to be honest. Stim Bucket says, teaching is the answer, not to tyranny. Accurate information is almost always better than regulation. No taxation without transparency. Were you were you looking up something to show Luke? Oh, somebody wants a brandy foot cam. Oh, oh even better. You don't. My feet are not <laughs> <No>. nice. <laughs> Welcome to our chat. It's Chris great. Larson says the largest producer of eggs in the U.S. was mysteriously burnt down recently, making it the 19th food producer to burn down this year. So the important thing here is you need to look at every year the amount of food processing plants or related uh, plants had suffered some kind of incident. And I don't think the numbers this year are remarkable. I think what people are doing is they're noticing and then being like, whoa, this looks crazy. And it's like it was also crazy in like 2013, you know. So but I mean, I do think it's fair to point out that regardless of whether it's normal or not, these things are going to have a, ba- a, a, a very serious impact on the already strained food supply. I'm going to have to see what Tucker Carlson said about that because he mentioned it shortly after we talked about it. And I forget what he concluded. So I'll check it out. Seamus pot of gold cam. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Nate says, Tim, if that is the definition of concentration camp, wouldn't that make AOC correct about what she said about the border? No. Because people choosing to come to the border to go into a camp is different from being taken from your home without due process. Someone trying to enter a jurisdiction illegally and then being detained is breaking the law. Being detained is part of due process. Being in your home and having medical agents show up and say, you're going to the camp. There's no charge, no trial. We'll let you know when you can leave. That is being rounded up for a concentration camp. All right, where are we at? I can't read this one. Tufel Hundengrunt says, if you are old enough to be drafted, you are old enough to drink, smoke, vote, drive, have sex, and own any firearm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you're not old enough to have those things, 21, then you should be able to vote. So raise the voting age. How about that? J.W. Dickinson says, pour one out for hero. Paul Hardware's Twitter handle dog that he and his wife rescued long ago was finally let go. Oh. Free Men Die Free says the two-way community doesn't properly address the Commerce Clause. It wasn't intended to give broad federal regulatory power and led to the birth of the ATF. Oh, that, that sucks. Balian says, Tim, I live, I live in Alaska and we use 556 to hunt black bear, bro. That's right. I'm not saying that people don't use 556 or 9mm to hunt. I'm just saying you have hunting rounds for bigger game and when the left tries making that argument they don't know what they're talking about michael best says hello from auburn washington i listen to both brandy and dory monson daily which keeps me sane in this state full of crazy happy to help do you know who dory is yeah he's a good friend of mine he's a conservative radio host in seattle and sometimes oh. i fill in for him do you also know jason rance he's up there, i right? do yeah jason's a dear yeah. friend of mine yeah we've had him on right yeah we have yeah he's great he's rad i like reading his articles oh yeah Ethan Reed says, I think it's, I think it's Reed. Does the FN Scar 20S you speak of not have a folding stock? I think with a folding stock, it would be illegal, but you can own an, own a, what is it? IWI TD12 rotating mags on shotguns are supposed to be on that list. Look at it on MSP license port. I live in West Virginia, good sir. I don't live in, I don't, I don't live in Maryland, so I don't got to worry about any of that stuff. But, uh, what does it say? Back 
Bald. Oh, says, wait until you guys find out about pistol braces versus stocks. Yes. Well, I know all about them. Joe Biden was recently trying to make those uh, regulated under the NFA. The idea is there are pistols that have braces that you can put on your forearm. So when you're holding it, it's easier to shoot. But some people, and they shouldn't do this, put it up against their shoulders like like it's a stock as if they're using a short barreled rifle. That's a no, no maneuver. You can't do that. I don't know how that works, though. Is that is that illegal to just do the maneuver? Um, like putting a brace into your shoulder? It's, is all, it's all kind of arbitrary in, in how they want to enforce it. Right, right. So it's all up to the federal bureaucracy that is so well and efficient. Said no one ever. Mm. Waffle Sensei says, remember when conservatives used to say, if you have nothing to hide, then you have mm. nothing to worry about. Briefly, how the yes. F did that work out? <laughs> now the machine is built to turn on its own citizenry. Yeah, well, you know, you got to pay attention, I suppose. How do we pronounce this one? Amal Antra, him, says, I'm in Washington State. I decided to get a 458 SOCOM, and now I can put 10 rounds in all of my 30.556 mags. Yeah, they, 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 they work for that, right? 450, uh, 450, 458 fit in 5.56? We have to look that up. You don't know? I don't yeah, know. I don't mm. know. What do we got here? Ethan Reed says, I meant IWITS-12 not on the list when booked la- when looked last. In- interesting. Well, I don't care for Maryland anyway, so. Sarah Hunter says, if only we had more laws against rape, we would never see another assault ever again. Yes, ban right. ramp. Ban rape. Why Damn. have we not banned that? What the heck? And and murder. Yeah. Murder should be illegal. Yeah. But for some reason, people keep doing it. I mean, they, they see these people violate all these laws to commit a mass atrocity, and they go, do we need more laws? Hmm. Yeah. Flutzkew says, so an assault weapon is an item used or designed to cause physical damage, physical trauma, which is used to cause physical damage, bodily trauma. So it does mean something so long as you are illiterate. Assault weapon doesn't mean anything. It's a completely meaningless term. They're like, it's a weapon of war. Mm-hmm, whatever, dude. You know, it's funny because it's like, what what do you think these weapons were for? Like, of course they're used for hurting Sunday people. Brunch? Sunday, yeah, just to, to you you fire at the pan or something. I don't know. <laughs> no idea when you're when you're cooking dinner. Pirate Taurus Sakanaf says, "I have a friend that was born with one arm. He uses a semi-auto 12 gauge shotgun. He delivers pizza with a manual transmission car too. Hmm. Yeah, well, you could do it. Sounds like an interesting guy. Yeah. Mm. Christopher says Luke is going to be the new Alex Jones in 15 years. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, like, we're talking 15 years. He'll be the old Alex Jones then, right? Yeah. New Alex Jones now, though. Yeah. Mm, that's a, hey, that's a compliment. That. He doesn't love it. Mike Williams says the Second Amendment doesn't grant Americans the right to keep and bear arms. It does acknowledge Americans have the right at birth and makes it clear the government doesn't have the right to infringe on that God-given right. That is true. It says the right, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed because it already exists. It's just, I suppose if you're illiterate, you would use the, um, you would say well-regulated militia, which has nothing to do with the statement, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It clearly, it's clearly saying, yes, a well-regulated militia defends the state. Therefore, the right of the people to keep arms can't be infringed because the people have to be armed to form the militia. But I suppose so many people are illiterate or just lying. Texas Fox says gas prices, natural gas prices are up by over double this year. Heating and cooling homes will get expensive. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. Install your solar while you can. Here's a funny thing. Like, solar panels are basically a net negative, but they operate off the grid. So when you get solar on your house, you're utilizing more energy than you're going to get back. But, you know, you have it for your house if the power goes out, right? That's how it works. Jeffrey Grajic says, Mexico has some of the strictest gun laws. Mexico has one of the highest yearly gun fatalities. Mexico has exactly one gun store. More gun laws? They have one gun store? I'm not aware of that. But uh, one? One? And where is it? I'm not sure. It's like in the middle of the desert. (laughs) It has like three guns in it. Wherever the cartel is. Yeah, Yeah. where where did Obama set that up? That's probably a line of government (laughs) officials there, like asking for a handout just to get to the next door. Brian. Mrazenski says gas in northern Illinois is five dollars and fifty five cents in my area. Yo, that is insane. I found this great title from the LA Times. There is only one gun store in all of Mexico, so why is gun violence soaring? Such a great question. That's I wonder what one, conclusion yeah. they reach. Hmm. Damien Masters says JB is using the Defense Act for an electricity shortage. Are we having brownouts or blackouts or something? Gas sure is high though. Come August. There's going to be no diesel. So, you know what I was saying is like whoever manufactures electric big rigs, I imagine their stock is going to skyrocket. You know what I'm thinking? Here's my prediction. August is going to come. Diesel is going to be through the roof, or if not just within in shortages. I mean, because we are we already see some places that don't have it. Joe Biden's going to invoke the Defense Production Act or something and say, we got it. We got to get, you know, a hundred million dollars to these, these, these companies and make electric trucks. We gotta get, we gotta get baby formula and food on the table for, for mom, pa. And then he's gonna sign something and then money's gonna be infused into these companies and their stock's gonna go up. Well, Biden was in Seattle not too long ago and he said that he wants all military uh, vehicles to be electric. Great. So I wonder who's gonna get the money on that. Tesla. Could you imagine Tesla designing these, like, these military rigs? Ooh, they'd look cool. They would all look weird chrome. Like, they're totally visible in battlefields and <laughs> provide <work>. no strategic <laughs> advantage. But they're really good. I don't know, though. Those batteries, would that be, like, what would happen if it blows up? Dangerous. Won't those, yeah, won't a lot those, of fire. I mean, are these, these are lithium-ion batteries, aren't they? If they get punctured, they're going to, they, mm-hmm. that would be nuts. All right. W Falcon says, Luke and Shim, peak Timcast. Keep Ooh. up the good work, guys. All right. I guess I guess we kind of work well together every now and again. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't Maybe we could do a little I'll, I do carry the team, but <laughs> we were lumped together for a reason. C. James says, check out engine number one. Environmental activists are taking board seats in oil companies at a time. We can least afford it and dictating policy, and they're gloating about it on Twitter. Let's get a bunch of vegans at the board of the meat processing plant. Perfect. And then they'll be like, we're going to put soy in all of the beef instead of beef. And then you're eating soy. Just a sty says, Tim, please stop promoting green energy. One wind turbine uses 80 gallons of PAO synthetic oil, which is based on crude. And that lubricant has to be replaced once a year. Green energy is a lie. Crazy. Yeah, I talked to a Bilderberger member that's an up-and-coming politician from Europe just a couple, uh, just yesterday, actually, at the airport. And she told me, Europe, we want Europe to go fully green. We support a carbon tax. We are not going to use fossil fuels anymore. And I'm like, this is what you want? This is what you're pulling for and act uh, and 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 advocating for she's like yep that's it i'm like okay wow legamathagayan says biden says shotguns are okay because they don't look so scary thank god these psycho shooters don't use more shotguns 
The ease with which they could wipe out rooms and hallways full of victims and responders without training, optics, or even aiming. Yep. That's, that's, that's scary. But, you know, Biden says people should have them because they don't know what they're talking about. It's so weird. Yeah. Sleeping Earthling says how good the country was doing under Trump and Luke says he wasn't good. What? DeSantis is the media's choice. That's why he is getting so much attention. He is a Paul Ryan. Mm. Interesting. I would disagree on that. I think Florida's doing pretty all right. Florida's doing really well compared to a lot of other places. American Gun Chick says handgun rounds are horrible fight stoppers. Perps walk through handgun bolts like nothing. Ask a rapper. Even heart shots have 10 to 30 seconds to continue hurting folks. Under 10 rounds is effing stupid. So then what, 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 what would you want? Would you want like buckshot or something? Like if you're in your house. And you can't have oof. more than 10 rounds? No, 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 no. I'm saying if you're in your house and you're like a Glock 17, 9 millimeter frangible hollow point or something. I feel if, like if someone's going to be able to move through them and still cause damage, like what would instantly stop them? I feel like buckshot would be good only because, especially if you're dark, you have a better chance of hitting them. Yeah. If it's in the dark. We'll have to ask an expert, someone who is uh, properly trained on close quarters combat, home defense. Josh Branson says, cast, Kamala will have to run against a uh, gay trans furry woman in the DNC party. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually. Uh, But I I mean, seriously, because no one... Wants to, you know, we just saw that Dallas drag drag kid show oh where they were, they were grooming children. Literally. And Shuan Head was like, left, leftists, stop being scared to call this out because you're worried about being called a reactionary. Mm-hmm. But they defended it and they like yelled at Shuan Head about it and they yeah. were like, nothing's wrong here. But maybe we'll talk about it in the after show because that stuff is yeah. not family friendly. Yeah. Bonker says 1,000 AR rounds weighs almost 27 pounds. Not an easy thing to be running through a field to a school carrying when he was a scrawny high schooler. 1,600 weighs almost 50 pounds. Yeah, we got one of those those cases with a 1,000 rounds in it all in the plastic. That is hefty yeah. stuff. Matthew Waddle says, Tim, which is it? The road to hell being paved by good intentions or Hanlon's razor? Could be both. Incompetent people with good intentions do really horrible there things. There you go. It's a deadly combination. Mm-hmm. And malicious people with good intentions. Like... I suppose it's paradoxical, but you could people who just genuinely want to cause pain to others, but think that what they're doing will ultimately be good. Crazy. All right. Falcon Laser says, Brandy, what does the average Seattle voter think the documentary think of the documentary Seattle is dying? How many are actually happy with the condition of the city? Uh, well, Seattle is Dying was done by Como News, which is the ABC affiliate. I thought it was really good. Of course, the, the progressive crowd thought it was exploiting the homeless and was cruel. So I would say the average Seattle crowd looked down on Seattle is Dying as like a piece of right-wing propaganda because Como is owned by Sinclair. Um, but I do think there's a tide turning. The city has gotten so bad uh, with homelessness, with crime, with with drugs, with mental health issues, that you're starting to see maybe a little more political will. I know our new mayor has taken a different tune. All so right. it's promising. So let's see. People are talking about the AI stuff. That was good fun. Kind of gross. Terrifying. But uh, good fun. One... Evil Chef says, Tim, Tesla did make an electric semi-tractor. Fact check it. Yeah, I heard about that. I was thinking, I was hearing about that. 
Yeah. Maybe maybe it's a good idea. I don't know. Sergeant Buck says a brick, a car, and a pointed stick are all assault weapons. Hmm. Assault weapon is meaningless. It means nothing. Cornelius Buttknuckle says put my username into the AI image generator. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Dung is fun, says if they raise the legal age to use a rifle to 21, that means anybody under the age of 18 cannot use the rifle in the military. How does that make sense? They will let you use it while you're in the military, but not when you leave. There you go. David Sanchez says, for your gun doc, you should talk to U.S. historian David Barton. He's very informative and would be a great guest on here. Shim would love him. Love y'all. We will check that out. Ethan Lurker says, Tim, the agency that collects on us individuals is the FBI. If someone in the NSA collects on anyone inside the U.S., it will lead to them being imprisoned. The document USSID SP0018 outlines what NSA can collect on and how they are processed. Interesting. What is this? Joe Westcott says, Tim, say hi to my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hi, Kristen. Cosmic Surgeon says, Tim says Occam's Razor and Standalone Complex in the same video. Yeah. I don't understand. That's, that, that makes perfect sense for sure. Little Little's Pressure Washing says, Hey Tim, since starting my pressure washing channel on YouTube, I'm noticing similar channels who have bought fake subs and views. It's good to be organic, bro. Greetings from us at Little Tail's Farm. Little Tail. Well, people love their, their pressure washing, you know. Uh, sl- uh, Slavkai Nikki says, see the Luke Shaft cam at LukeUncensored.com. Love you, my Polsky brother. <laughs> I'm G- not going to G- go to that website. Dziękuję bardzo, but LukeUncensored.com is an actual website. It is my website. <laughs> oh, it is? L- yeah, LukeUncensored.com. It's, it's where I do my uh, segments and videos. And, and is uh, there a Shaft cam there? Uh, no. no. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. If you have one? not already, smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends, and head over to TimCast.com. We are going to have a members-only show coming up for you at 11 p.m. It won't be family-friendly, and we will tell you what a Luke <laughs> Chef Cam is <laughs> at, at TimCast.com. So check it out. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL. Follow us on Instagram because we post clips every day. Follow us. Uh, you can follow me at TimCast basically everywhere. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter as well. Brandy, do you want to shout anything out? Oh, yeah. I'm um, on Patreon and Locals, patreon.com forward slash undivided, brandycruise.locals.com. Do weekly podcast, video content. Would love to have you be a subscriber. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. And also, can I end with something corny? Um, I want to thank you, Tim, because you know how hard it is to build something up, and uh, I appreciate you giving me a platform. That's very nice of you. Awesome. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming. It was great. Um, I missed you guys. I even missed this uh, angry potato head guy. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> and it, it's really fun being back. I, I really enjoy the conversations here. There's a lot. The, the vibe here, the energy here, it, it's, it's, it's very important. And uh, I appreciate you guys being able to listen through some of my crazy, unhinged rants and conversations. Um, if you want to know what I'm doing, you can check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash we are change. I just released a very interesting video confronting Bilderberg members and having some very interesting conversations with them as they're scurrying away. I think I saved one person's life as they were trying to you know, run across the street. They almost got hit by a car. I had to stop them um, from literally falling into a, a car because I was asking them questions. They really didn't like that. YouTube.com forward slash we are changed is where you could find me. Thanks for having me. It was a joy and pleasure.
It was a joy and pleasure for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it, it was great having you back, man. Um, I'm Seamus Coughlin. I run a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes. We, rela- we release animated cartoons every single week. You guys should go over there and check it out. We have some funny stuff coming out for Pride Month. Also, we just launched a website, freedomtunes.com. If you want to support myself, the artists who work on Freedom Tunes, and help us expand, please go to freedomtunes.com. Become a member to support us. You'll get an extra cartoon each week. There's also five cartoons up there already and a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff I think you guys will enjoy. I'm very excited for freedomtunes.com, but I'm even more excited for this this members-only chat this evening where we learn the secret that Brandy doesn't know. So I'm really looking I'm forward to this. I'm playing dumb so people will join <laughs> okay, us. There you okay. go. <laughs> kind of tricking them into it. I, re- I respect it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a good chat. Our after-show chats are always awesome. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Minds.com at SourPatchLids as well as SourPatchLids.me. We will see all of you over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.